Hey! Check it out! It is UK hey. Cowboys TV! Check it uh, out! Season it is 2, UK uh, episode 88. Uh, I'm getting a bit of feedback from someone, but uh, never mind. Uh, yes, it's episode 88. Check that out for uh. an omen. Uh, yeah, so there's a big omen. Um, also, it's uh, the first show with me and Brian being together because we're always on opposite shows. So it's the first time we've together since the preseason. And oh, yeah. adding on to that, uh, it is our first show with uh, the man and the legend that sponsors UK Cowboys TV, Mr. Barry G. How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good, guys. Uh, gosh, uh, it's my privilege to be on here with the UK and Scotland superstars. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the morning, hey, I guess it's. I guess it's getting kind of late over there. Yeah, it's uh, nine o'clock. So it's beer time. We call it beer time. Uh, this, is, this is the beer hour. Beer o'clock. Beer nine o'clock. Yeah. I'm on the Kool Aid. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but yes, it is the Thanksgiving uh, special. So we got both parts of the show, the post and the pregame show. Um, we obviously have the owner of Cowboys Experience uh, with us, which we will talk <laughs> about uh, in a moment. And we have two players, uh, ex players, Super Bowl players. Uh, we've been dropping hints all day, like little breadcrumbs uh, of. Um, Cowboys player goodness, and we're happy to announce um, on the show Cowboys player that goodness is and, um, Lincoln Coleman joining the show and the shark Kenny Gant. Uh, so they will be joining the show later on uh, as we continue through the show and talking. So make sure as well, guys, throughout the show, you send us your comments, uh, give us your questions, uh, and we'll uh, continue on. Remember, this is the hottest show out of town. That's right. That's what we're going for. That, that's going to be the motto, yeah. The hottest show out of town. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> yeah, Paul did it. Paul did it. <laughs> and Mike just disappeared. Wonderful. Um, and he's back. Oh yeah, there he is. I'm, I'm, I'm switching about. Never mind. Uh, yeah, this is still this an is echo brilliant. from last week. I had my internet. Oh, we'll remember this. <laughs> Get it screenshotted. He's gone. <laughs> Everyone in the comments, please screenshot. He's frozen. There he is. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there he is. Sack him. Sack him. The big wheel. There's Lloyd. He's on already. There's Lloyd. He's on already. Oh. Jamie, your audio again, mate. <laughs> Having all sorts of issues, but we'll try and get through it. But Barry, um, before we get uh, any further into the show, and I hand the show over to Brian to do the post game show, um, just thought I'd get a few questions in about Cowboys' experience. Um, sure. So th the first thing I wanted to ask is, being with uh, everything that's happened in 2020, um, we're talking from end to end so far. What's it been like, uh, just personally, you know, we'll talk about Cowboys experience. In a how, how has it been for you just generally? Well, it's, um, it's a disaster. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like everybody else, you know, it's one of those things. I think the most 
fortunate for me was I, I actually lost both my parents within two months of each other in 2020. So, so it's been a, you know, business and the football season pretty much on and off, up and down all over the place. So, um, you know, that, uh, that kind of, you know, kind of puts a stick on things just as, as well, but, um, but you know, it's just, uh, you got to move on and, uh, you go through these times and it's going to happen to all of us at some point. We'll, uh, we won't be here. So you got to, uh, you know, you got to kind of keep, keep getting up and, uh, and, and take it to another level, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But, um, apart from that though, everybody else is healthy, happy, fighting fit at the moment then. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, you know, right now I've been fortunate. I have a little gym in my, in my garage. So that, that helps out a lot and and trying to stay healthy and, and, and always have tried to work in that positive mindset. So that's what it's all about. I think a lot of it, you know, I always say life's a mindset. Well, you know, depending upon what you want to feed your mind with, it's, you know, that's the key to everything. So, um, so you just keep yeah. that, you know. But, uh, yeah, I got a, uh, Carly's, Carly's pregnant again, so I got grandson number two on the way. Oh! And, uh, oh. So, uh, yep. so, yeah, so so life is good. 2021 will, uh, will hopefully we'll start off. Gonna start off in a in a great way, anyway. So, and, and well, hopefully, it, 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 hopefully in twenty twenty one, we can all fly over again as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's uh, yeah, we uh, we miss you all, and uh, and and I know a lot of the fans miss miss you and your and your outfits as well, Paul. So <laughs> you're always a, you're always oh, a well. treat. To, you're always a treat oh, well. to some of those uh, to some of those um, uh, fan favorites of yours. And funnily enough, that was that that was something we was talking about the other day. You know, about trying to get over to see you uh, and all get together and have a drink and 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 generally hug it out. Well, you know, um, you know, we are talking as well, and and guys, uh, especially Jamie and Paul, you've been over here, but um, you know, Mike was saying waiting about five or six years to bring the family. So y'all are gonna have to kidnap him and bring him over with you, throw him in a suitcase, and and tell him let's go. It's not Mike we need to worry about, it's the wife we need to worry about in case she comes after us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So right, I'm five minutes from the house. I can bag him and tag him and have him down the road. It's fine. There Mike's you go. gone again. <laughs> I am, yeah. I am, yeah. All right, go. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, this is just like a complete echo from last week's issues. So uh, I'll try and continue on with it. Um, but let's get into Cowboys experience then. Um, obviously, Barry, how's that been business-wise for you this year? Because obviously a lot of the business is predicated on public meetings, tailgate, stadium tours. So how have you managed this season? Have you been okay? Yeah, you know, out of area, I mean, we pretty much – we pretty much shut it down because, and, and the main reason now they are still doing stadium tours. Um, but the okay. reason we did is, you know, we've always prided ourselves on just giving up an awesome experience and top notch. Mm. And we figured, yeah. you know, as a company that the only thing that could happen is something to go wrong or they cancel something or the new regulation comes out or something. And so we thought instead of, instead of doing it, you know, half as you know what they say here, half, uh, whatever, um, we, we didn't want to, we didn't want to jeopardize that or jeopardize our reputation. So we figured, well, we'll kind of regroup and uh, put, put some tweaks into 2021 and, and move forward and, and make it bigger and better than ever. So. I think Mike's gone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you froze. 
see you frozen again for a minute. I know. I, 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 I am. I am <coughs> still there. I'm just waiting for things to catch up. It's yeah, frustrating. I've I've got a few issues in mind as well, so I might just keep. I might end up just clicking back and forth, guys. The joys of live TV. Now you've got there, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. You you can plan the perfect picnic, but not the weather, as they say. Um, there you go. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, apart from that, um, I know obviously you can't delve too much into too much detail about. Uh, 21, 2021 plans for Cowboy Experience. But is there anything that you can tell us, or is there anything, any sneaky tidbits that you've got lined up uh, for next year for Cowboys Experience that people can look forward to? Yeah, I think I think we're going to do two plans. I think we're going to do a plan with the season. That, you know, if some of this continues, and then maybe a plan without. And uh, you and I had a I had a I loved the conversation the other day. You gave me some good ideas as well. Um, I think what we'll try to do is announce some things by the end of the year. I think then we'll have yeah. some of these things in play. I didn't want to didn't want to kind of uh, open up the playbook for the for some others right now, um, but I know in conversation with some of you guys, we've come up with some good ideas. And I think we'll do some more contests, we'll do some more incentives, and we'll just make it a lot of fun. And uh, we'll get some people on your show, you know, some other guys as well. And uh, and uh, like I said, just make some things that we're working on a on kind of a kind of a new I guess a new plan for the tailgate and for the meet and greet. So you know those mm-hmm. are items and and uh, and that's and again with without the current players going back to you know not not going ahead this year is that you know the big part of it is for those people to meet current players and hang out and yeah shoot the ball with them a little bit, give them high fives and. And, uh, you know, that's the big thing when you can't do that. Um, you know, we, like I said, we just didn't want to do it mediocre. Yeah. Same, same, just kind of, yeah, kind of just same. I just kind of did what Barry says there. It's like, it's a shame, obviously, everything that's going on with COVID and stuff is, um, is denying the fans. And then say, Paul, you'll, you'll attest because you, you had the same experience that we had when, when me and yeah. Lauren and I went over. Like you say, you just, you don't seem to get it. With a lot of other NFL teams, um, well, you don't certainly see it across the social media sites. Um, just for the fact we're saying that, say Barry, you'll um, you'll remember when we went over that it was in the craze of the um, oh, what do you call it? the mannequin challenge, wasn't the it? We, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we were stood at, we were still having a picture with there was there was quite a few. There was myself, Lauren, Sam, Chad, and Callan, Rachel, my. Um, Barry jumps in for a photo of us, and next thing, um, Drew Pearson just jumps into the middle of this mannequin challenge. It's like, where yeah, are Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great picture with Drew, that's for sure. No one else, it's a shame no one else can experience that at the minute. And it's just, just the sad state of affairs that we're in at the minute, isn't it, really? You know, it's kind of funny over the years, too, is you talk yeah. to people and you try to explain what it's all about and what they get to do. And even though you, you tell them they're going to meet some current players and they're going to meet some former players. They still don't really get that until they are here and they're standing right in yeah. front of them. And you know, it's amazing how many people are just, you know, tears are going down their eyes or they've been to the stadium for the first time. And and that's the neat part about it all is to see that, you know, in people because they could really do that, but it's just a matter of of giving it more than just going to a game or just coming in town for the weekend, you know, trying to add what we can to make it a, just an awesome time. Definitely, definitely, yeah. and mm-hmm. and I, I, I like and like Jameson, I can vouch as well. It's like getting to hang about with you and Michael and everybody else with Cowboys experience like during the 
the Jaguars game uh, two years ago. Like, had such a fun time. We were just, <laughs> you know, it's, and, and not to mention DGSC was there as well. Like, and, and not just that though, but it's like, whenever like I've ever attended, you always made us feel like feel like royalty, and that's but that, that, that same goes for everyone. You always make sure that everyone's having a great time, and that's the whole part of the experience. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much our mission. We always we always try to tell people that don't matter what people are do do for a living, what color they are, we just want them to forget the world for a weekend that they're with us, and just treat them as family. You know, in this day and age, customer service is really kind of really on almost in the background, you know, so it's almost unusual if you get really good experience and yeah. you know, my background's hotel <laughs> yeah. and restaurant management. So, so we try to be in our, in our team and our, you know, are pretty much all my family and close friends. And, you know, we, we all want to, you know, kind of treat the customer that we don't even like to call them a customer. We just want them to all be part of almost feel like they're part of a family. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, and that has been something we've spoken about before. Like when we said, Oh, you know, we, we talked about, the, the sponsoring UK Cowboys TV and you're like, I, I don't like that idea because it's the, the family thing that you aim for. And it was like, yeah, you, you're not paying us. We're more trying to increase the, the notoriety of Cowboys experience in the UK. So we'll do it, you know, in that roundabout fashion. Because as you say, the, the thing you always, the big punchline you always aim for is always family, family, family. Right, right. Yeah, because a lot of people approach us for different things, and if it's if it's not right or if it's not a, a sponsor that I mean we've been given, then and people try to come across and try to be sponsored, try to give us some to do different things. But if it's not a right fit or it doesn't really represent our character or anything, then we're not you know we're not going to be part of it. So makes sense. Cool. Makes total sense. <clears throat> Yeah, but uh, what we'll do is I'm now going to kick back, stick my feet up, um, because it is now officially the post-game uh, show where we look back at the Vikings game. Um, a lot of that it will help manifest into what happens on the pre-game side. So there's a, a bit of back and forth that will go on, um, especially with my notes, because we've already played uh, Washington this year. So I'll be using that to go back on. Um, but I'm going to hand you over to the host of the post-game show, uh, the luck of the Irish, as we call him, our lucky charm, Mr. Brian Gaynor, sir. So it's all yours, mate. Uh, it's over to you and our host uh, and our guest, Byron Griffiths. Cheers, cheers for that, Mike. It's uh, it's great to know that I'm such a lucky charm for everyone. Uh, <laughs> stuff like that. It's it's great to hear every time, but. Um, as, as we always say, folks, we always try and do two things before we start off and get into things. Obviously, welcome Barry into the show. It's great It's great to have our main sponsor with us and that he can actually you, tell us about Cowboys experience. And we can promote promote what he does because the guys have all been over there. They've enjoyed it. Come back telling us great stories. So it's great to have Barry in person. And then, obviously, the second one is get your comments into us. Don't be afraid to talk to us. You know, otherwise... We're a bunch of guys just talking about American football, you know, so interact with us. Paul is going to be pulling up comments as they come in here the whole time. Yep. So bring the comments in, boys and girls. So, um, but as we say, it's a victory, victory Wednesday. The Cowboys won 31 to 28. Barry, give us them. your initial thoughts after that result. How about them Cowboys? Well, you know, I think it's it goes yeah. back actually a couple games. The Eagles, Pittsburgh, and it's like 
you know, I got to give Kellen Moore credit too. Like, where did he find some of these pages out of? I think he went towards the back of the playbook or something. But man, it's exciting. I mean, some of the jet sweeps. I mean, the other night, I'm like, what just happened when they handed the, the Zeke and then he pitches out? I was like, what? I mean, this is like exciting now. I think, oh my gosh, it you know makes the air stand up. It's like really cool. So, um, so I just hope they just keep on going. And and uh, gosh, when when Dak gets in there, it's even going to be even even more, much more exciting and better. But um, but yeah, that's what I thought. I just was really neat. I think they're. I think the the coaching staff, the players. It seems like they're all starting to mesh a little bit now to kind of get uh-huh. on the page. They actually even seem to be tackling better and. And uh, so, so it's uh, yes. it's going to be exciting, you know. We and now we win, you know. I think even little things like moving Zach out, you know, they're they're mm-hmm. doing that, making some change, get the best five on the line out there. And we all, I think, we all feel the same way. Steele just wasn't getting it done for sure. Um, yep. And I like to see McGovern. They got to know what they got, and I, I think they're um, hopefully to play some of these new guys a lot more. I'm excited about you know Diggs's future. Uh, Bradley and they like to see him, see what they got with him, and. Uh, but Zach is just, um, I mean, uh, we, we, Zach does a lot with us and we love him to death and, and just, it's obvious how, how darn good he is. So, um, such a so, legend. He's a yeah. legend. Absolute legend. Yeah. You've like literally, I think me and you talk too much because you've like literally the first three main pointers of that game you've stolen. Which oh, oh, sorry Con- about that. Conor, <laughs> Conor McGovern, Kellen Moore. Like the, the big one for me, what was the, the O line kicking Martin out? Kellen uh, Moore mm. keeping the offense uh, on schedule. Damn it. We talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see your notes the other day either. So, so uh, I great minds think of great minds think alike. You know, we think alike, Mike. Hey, Barney, I've got a wee personal question for you from Simon Morris. If you know anything about Dax. Oh, Simon. Um, Yeah, I think, uh, Simon, there's a – I think Dax just did a video yesterday or day before with a little bit of an update. I think that's on Cowboys – DallasCowboys.com, I think. Uh, I'll I'll find it. I'll send it to you as well. But I think he just did a video update. But I think he's – from what I'm hearing, he's he's ahead of schedule and everything. So – Probably Simon, probably uh, hello, Simon. Ooh. I think it was just uh, Mrs. Morris's birthday the other day, so shout out to to the to the uh, to Simon's bride. So, mm-hmm. you know, sorry, I got got disconnected, so I missed a bit of the, the punch. But, but just uh, just to kind of another jump on um, Sunday's game. Um, it was nice to see Z go over hundred yards for the first time on the ground this year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And and the words of Tyson West was, run the damn ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. So as, as a result of the game, obviously, we are now back into joint second with um, the Giants and the, the football team. <laughs> um, how do we feel about that, Rich? Uh, it's fun, isn't it? It's like, yeah, we're still in with a shout. And we've got three wins. Yay. This is a crazy year. Crazy division. Yay. <laughs> it's it's like you shouldn't be excited, but you are because of just it's 2020 and everything going on. But yeah, it's going to be fun. It's just this is just going to go down to the wire, isn't it? Go on then. Yeah. Question for you, Rich. I, I know that you're going to enjoy this one. And Paul's going to laugh as soon as I ask it. What do you what? think about uh, the, the, the fall of Wentz's game? On the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we just uh, 
can we just rephrase that, Harry? Sorry. Um, how can we change that to Prince Harry? Come on, let, let's get it right. We can't let the royal. <laughs> Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I I love watching um, Carson Wentz play badly in every way, shape, or form. I, I love I, it. I, I, take, I think we all do. I, I think I take as much joy in watching Carson Wentz play badly as I do watching England play badly at rugby. I really genuinely do think they're on par. It's just... (laughs) (laughs) You like league, though, and that doesn't count. So, you know, we're talking different things here. Leeds is his own country in his own right here, Lee. Exactly. That's hard to get in. But it was, it was, just a, just, it was glorious, wasn't it? It's just like watching, yeah. like people say, like because they're always going off and saying about Dak, and it's like, really, you you, you want to just worry about your own, you know what, you know, don't <laughs> worry about your own house before you start criticizing other people. Do you know what though? Do you know what's really weird, Dark? And I'd never really kind of thought about it until kind of after the game the other day. And a lot of people say we 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 can be a fickle fan fan base sometimes. And do you know what? To be fair, after this weekend we can probably camp because for weeks we've been banging on the let's just sack the rest of this season off and let's let's tank for a really good pick and then we win. It's like we're going to win the division. <laughs> let's keep going. Let's go. Straight away, you get like one win and everyone's like, "Oh my god, Super Bowl's on!" <laughs> it's like, Jesus. yeah, no, you're right. You're right, Rich. It was it was brutal for even the fans hammering yeah. each other after a couple of weeks. But it's now absolutely- after after the other day, everybody loves each other again. You know, everybody- yeah. It's like, come on, guys, we can do this. It's like, okay, let's tone it down a little bit. We've gone like one extreme to the other, but yeah, it's it's a good, it's a decent time. Especially hey, when pow- when your opposing team's football. fan base is talking smack. Yeah, oh, that's, 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 that's the power of football. Oh, oh. that is one funky ringtone, man. Sorry, if there's if there's one thing I'm doing? really if there's one thing I'm really looking forward to is the fact that we can so still make, make the playoffs with a, a negative record and potentially still hit. Oh, we be the, uh, the first ever team. First ever team. You should have just been able to click on that link I sent you. Business all the time. Yeah, yeah. Hold on a minute. I'll. Um... Oh, oh, hey, Mike. I'm sorry. Is there a six-digit code for Kenny to get in? Oh, you've got Kenny on, ready to go. Have you? He said he. He said he's trying to put in a. That's asking him for a six-digit code. That's probably the longest. Uh, one moment. Let me. Um... I'll send. I'll... It should be the same um, URL as what we're on right now. Yeah, let me let me send it to you um, via message bar. Um, okay, and we'll get we'll get Kenny rocking. I'll send it to you in a moment. Um, okay. Yeah, if you just continue talking, and I'll send it to you, and it'll come through uh, on, on Messenger for you, bro. There shouldn't be a code, mind. There is no code. <laughs> if there is, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Six digit code is like, uh, I don't know. There's, there's a code? Okay. But, yeah. But um, carry, carrying on anyway from, from the game on Sunday. So, um, Paul and Graham, I'm going to throw this over to you. So, yep. the injury update. So, um, we had um, Anthony Brown is injured again. Tyler Biadish has gone to IOR. That's softened by the news. Trayvon Diggs could return, and what? then obviously really? our, 
our thoughts and prayers are going out to Marcus Paul, the news that broke yeah. yesterday, mm-hmm. it was Monday. So um, we are hoping there has been some good news from, from Marcus. Um, Fingers so, crossed. Touch wood. It's never something you want to hear. But, um, Graham, if you want to give us your thoughts on what, ha- what happened with injuries this week. I mean, it's uh, it's it's the it's the run of our season, really, isn't it? I mean, we saw we saw Chido come back in and lead the team with uh, five tackles, four assists. So it's going to be like that, you know. You're going to find playmakers every week, whether they've just come back from injury or if they've been available the whole season. Um, Biadish, I don't think we expected to play all that much. Um, Anthony Brown, we're we're kind of stacked at receiver anyway. Uh, you're you're talking more special teams with Brown, but um, so long as we can throw the ball across the field after we catch kicks and run them down the, the sideline, we'll be absolutely fine on special teams. So <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, to see Chiro come back in and and play as well as he did, uh, that was encouraging. Yeah, absolutely. So get, get, getting into the bones of it, and Paul, you kind of alluded to this already, and I could see one of the comments coming in. What happened to our offence at the weekend? It showed up. Yeah. Um, everything seemed to be clicking. Um, don't, don't get me wrong, there was a couple of wee moments where uh, a bit of hesitation, a bit in terms of the flow of the, mm. the ball, and even Barry commented that <coughs> were jet sweeps, the... Mm. Uh, we were sticking to the run game. Zeke was doing really well. He was like he looked as powerful as he should be, and and we had that nice dynamic of bringing in Pollard when we need to, and mm-hmm. we got a touch touchdown from him. And and what else can we say? CD Lamb was a stud in that game. <laughs> that touchdown was ridiculous, ridiculously good. Mm. So. But offensively, I, I can't really complain anything at all. Obviously, there's just the, obviously the giving up like the, the, the sack and that. But, but overall, I was very happy. Very happy overall. Yeah. Like I think Barry, I'm going to throw this back to you. You kind of you kind of mentioned it in in your preamble there about Zach Martin. I mean, talk to us about Zach and the O line and what happened there. Like it just. Something clicked on Saturday or on Sunday. So, was it just as simple as moving Zach out to right tackle? Yeah, I think I think it gave them. He said uh, he said he had the whole week. He knew about it for a week, so it gave them at least a week for him and McGovern to kind of you know work hand in hand. I think, but I think with Zach being so good and such a veteran and you know such a leader, you know that line is you know it used to be such a cohesive group, and you know when when you lose Lowell and lose Tyron and you know, Travis and then, and then Looney was out for a while, um, you know, it's really challenging, but I think just, just that he at least had a week and, and uh, to do that, I think, I, I, I don't know who I was listening to the other day and they said, no matter if Zach, whatever position he probably plays, he'll be an all pro and no matter what position on that line. But, but I think he's just such a, I mean, just think about way back in the day, how many of those, and I think Jerry included wanted, uh, wanted that, uh, the, the train wreck. Uh, uh, Johnny. Johnny. It's like, oh my gosh! It's just, uh, you know, such a such a good move, and and really, really paid off because Zach is such mm-hmm. a. I think Jamie, you and Paul both, you guys both met Zach. I think, right? I mean, yeah, just, yeah. He's, I, Zach's, Zach's an awesome guy. I've met Travis as well. Obviously, he's not no longer with us and the team and that, but he's still 
brought that presence within Cowboys Nation. But but in terms of Zach, yeah, man, he's just guy's just a great guy in general, man. Took mm-hmm. the time, spent five, five, ten minutes talking to him while I was getting my football signed. He was really curious to know about the UK, our fans and that as well. Like, and that's yeah, I can't say anything about anything negative about the guy. And the fact he's just a, an amazing offensive lineman. He really is. Mm-hmm. Ja- Jamie, I'm going to throw this into you and throw you a bone here and let you talk about one of your favorite things in the whole world. Talk to me about Connor Williams, your beloved Texas Longhorn. Yeah, he's, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, you, you put me on the spot and you say we, we've been beaten around, haven't we? And it's just like, yeah, it's is this gonna be, is this going to be the platform for what we what we saw in college? And they like say, and just sometimes you just need that one opportunity, or you just need that one little bit of. Um, bit of a confidence boost, and not to. And, and I know that I know the Vikings are struggling just as much as we are, but that that defense is still pretty good. Um, yeah. And like you're saying, it's and it's just it's just there was just a different mentality this week by by, by them all. And like you saying, and there was there's one of the, the plays from Zeke um, where he kind of he runs it in between the um, the left in between the left tackle and left guard. And it's and the hole is just it's it's insanely huge, and like I say, and the confidence is just along that line. And like I say, so it, it steps in from one. Like I say, Zach played out that way, but then it steps in and it comes into everybody. And like I say, clearly Connor, do you know what I mean? He he had a he had a dose of the um, the confidence pills on on Saturday, and so fingers crossed, we uh, we're now going to see why we the 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 tackle for the guard tackle whatever you want to call him. Um, why we drafted him so high? Yeah, yeah. Just to go on the, I... the back of what Jamie was saying, um, that that defensive line they've lost a few pieces, but they're no slouches. I mean, um, oh yeah, Jaleel Johnson had a huge game. Uh, maybe not a, a household name, but he still had a really good game. Um, I mean, well. I think we saw why they started with Andy Dalton because I don't think Garrett Gilbert would have won that game. Um, they needed an, ex- an experienced player to go in there and throw three touchdowns. Um, so mm. I think just the, the end of it, experience won out with Dalton. Yeah, just just to back up back up that like people were kind of maybe criticizing Dalton about that interception. I'm sorry, but that was a, just an amazing play from Kendrick. Yeah, that was like, a freak play. Like, that you know, was nothing like, but pure like, instinct and skill. That was just... like like like. The pass was accurate. It was. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think it was going towards shoots. Uh, Dalton Winter. Dalton shoots. Dalton shoots. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. It was going to shoot. Right. Yeah. So, but like you could see it in the camera. It was, it was going to be pinpoint, but where Hendricks came out of nowhere and managed to intercept that. That was just mm-hmm. a great defensive play. There was nothing wrong with Andy Dalton. Did anything like it's a great play. The pass, the pass yeah. was like absolutely was straight mm-hmm. in that. So, but. I just want to say, if there was any people giving Dalton any slack, there should, there should be no need for that. It was just a great defensive play. Do you know what, Paul? I'm really glad you say it, just for just for the fact that you say great into that. Any wide receiver would have been absolutely stoked with that with that pick, and and it kind of and we we touched about it like the, the, a couple of weeks before uh, when he had the two interception game and like. Do you know what I mean, the, the last one, because the, the Cowboys were so far behind, he, he had no choice but to throw it, and he was going to throw a, a TD, uh, sorry, an interception eventually. And, and just that one, it was just, 
you just can't do that. The route was run wide. That the 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 blocking was was immense. You say it was just an instinctive play by a, a by a talented def- defensive mm-hmm. player. Yeah. Sorry, jumping, Mike. Sorry. No, 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 no. I was going to say, like you know, people can make criticisms about quarterbacks throwing interceptions, but sometimes, sometimes it is, um, it is sometimes the defense just fucking. Sorry, sometimes the defense <laughs> just made a great play. <clears throat> yeah, I don't say anything for ten minutes, and then when I do, I let out an f bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised it wasn't me. You know, uh, yeah. Speaking about going back to that CD Lamb too. I mean, do you think in the last year and a half have we between him and Michael Gallup have we seen any better acrobatic catches between those two? It's like, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh, oh, oh. mate, yeah, oh. yeah. Especially, we're fed up. Uh, I, I, what I like is I like the fact that we had Des Bryant as well. So um, when you think what? a lot of those that. <laughs> what I'm on about with the back shoulder fade, <laughs> with the back shoulder fade catches, like when you see, like, like reiterating on what you were saying, Barry, where you've got Gallup making those catches. Now you've got mm-hmm. CD Lamb making that crazy. You know, it was a back mm. shoulder fade, but it was a crazy catch. And do you know what's ironic <laughs> is CD Lamb came out and said that catch isn't even my best catch. Mate, <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. Mate, you, you did realize you said Des Bryant earlier. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yeah. All right, I was just making sure. I was just making sure. I thought you were yeah. saying that he was playing. I thought you the way he was saying it was like he was playing uh, in the game. I'm not. No, 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 no. No, I'm about the Cowboys making. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, yeah. Right. <clears throat> Rich, I'm, I'm going to feed one into you, Rich. So, talk to me about the Tony Pollard touchdown, but more importantly, talk to me about the offensive line work on that touchdown play. Oh, it was beautiful, wasn't it? It was just like. It's, it's brilliant. Like like the guys were saying earlier, it was just it was it was it was just naughty. You would just like there's you you've we've seen it for a while now. This one two punch with them where Zeke's going and doing and getting the rough yards, and then you just have that change of pace, and Pollard just goes and shoots, and he's got that acceleration, and he 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 put it on show, and it was just absolutely glorious to watch. It was glorious. I mean, they just they just the the, the whole line just completely stepped like the whole game. Just completely stepped up, and there was quite a few times. There was quite. There was a couple of times where Zeke didn't go for actually quite a big gap. Yeah, there was um, right, right, one of them right down the middle. There was well. gaps. Uh, yeah, the one right down the middle. I was like, oh, we've seen that in a while. Yeah, exactly. It was. It was yeah. a little bit reminiscent of everything before. And Zeke was himself. He was falling forward. He was going through. He was protecting the ball well, which makes a difference. Yeah. I'm pretty, um, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure the play. I think I'm pretty sure the play that we're talking about. There was the double team from Looney and Connor Williams. That Connor McGovern was pushing out to the right. I think that was the one. It had the big gap in the middle, and, Z, and there's a whole screenshot. And I think <laughs> a few of the other Cowboys content creators have been commenting about it. Like, so, but, like it's just like the gap. The the whole the, the gap in that line was just ridiculous. It's like it was mad. Seek was actually like, no way. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was similar yeah. to what he um, was what he was getting way back. Do you remember that winning touchdown, the, like seasons mm. ago against the Steelers yeah. when we played them there for the win? Yeah. Oh, it yes, was reminiscent man. of that, and he just went <laughs> shot yeah. through, I, I, and it was. And what no was funny? Him. What was funny is we even talked about it with Barry Gibson from Official America's Team last week that I wrote a little uh, snippet about um, 
there's nothing wrong with Zeke. Like what that's what you can't take away from what I wrote. But what I was saying is it would benefit Zeke to have Pollard play more uh in there. Not because Zeke, yeah. people are saying he's playing bad. He's not playing bad. He's still a top. No, he's, not. he's like a top. He, I think he's a, in running back rankings. He ranks seven in yards, mm. right? So mm. there's nothing wrong with that. But what I was saying with the Pollard part is more to keep him fresh and and um, yes. to maintain Zeke's health because mm. a, a healthy running back is a happy running back. Yeah, I yeah, think it was don't... the first time. It was the first time you saw the effect of one-two punch work really, mm. really well. Like you expect. Pollard to come in and be the change of pace back and to, to average 12 yeah. yards per carry that's what yeah. you need you need a, a kind of uh, split him out wide you know toss it play some play something different and uh, I mean he, he got 60 yards on 5 carries that was impressive yeah, yeah. Mm. but that's the effectiveness of having the change of pace back come in at the right appropriate time and then that benefits your bell cow going forward throughout the rest of the game yeah, this yeah. is the thing. It's, it's it's nothing new. I mean, there's a there's a big no, difference between benching someone and rotational play to mm-hmm. keep players. You know, we mm-hmm. fair, there's there's we do it all the time on the defensive line. Every team does it. Yeah, and multiple positions depending on obviously how things line up. But it it happens a lot. Um, it, there's there's no difference in that sort of situation, and it is only a good thing because these these two players they do two things very well but slightly differently. And if they're both yeah. quite fit, and we've always seen Zeke has usually excelled and the offensive line has excelled, the longer a game has gone on and the better the yeah. Cowboys can establish a running game. Well, if you've got two running backs then that are quite well rested, they haven't had as many snaps, they're not as, you know, they're not chugging as much, then it's it's gonna be even better, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think our offense has been kind of in, in terms of the runners is of the last few years since we especially drafted Zeke and he's it's been so kind of deadly important. Like you said, Zeke's not just that big kind of back. He, I mean, compared to Pollard, is 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 a lot bigger build, but he's got the speed. So and yeah. put, put put Zeke in there on a, on a lot of downs like you normally you kind of tend to see him do. Where that where they're where their defensive line down, and then you, you get the players like Pollard gets and. He goes for a big burst. It's and like I say, it's, just, it's getting that consistency. And that's probably the way the the thing comes back to the offensive line. That that's why we uh, probably it's only taken till what what is it? What now? Week is it week 11. nine, week ten, week eleven? Not even yeah, week eleven that we've finally got Zeke over um over hundred yards on the ground because we've managed yeah. to find some consistency on that offensive line. Mm-hmm. Just, well, to, just, just, to, just to bring something in, uh, I brought out the comment earlier. Um, Simon commenting on YouTube, Mr. Simon yeah. Hodgson. Just, mm-hmm. I know this is more for the the pregame, but I figured I might as well get this question in right now. Mm-hmm. But do you see him? Do you see Tony Pollard being as effective tomorrow's game? If they can stay balanced, yes. If we, if That's we get, if we go two scores behind and have to go to the passing game, I see Pollard disappearing. Control. But we were able to control the game and deal with their playmakers at the same time because we stayed balanced and because we ran the ball. There was at least 30 rushing attempts. So we managed to stay on point. We managed to to swap them in and out. And if we can continue to do that, keep Pollard as the change of pace, then I don't see why not. But if we go behind, um, it kind of goes out the window a little bit because we've seen it done too many times this season before. 
Well, I, I, I think more than anything is the best description you can use is we we need Dalton to not have to be a hero. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a it this will probably be the best line they face all year. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it is. Uh, I, I mean, we'll get to, to Washington in pregame show because we, we've got a bit to talk about yeah. uh, the D-line. But uh, one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys, um, which was the one I've circled the most, and I, all of you answer this one. I, I do apologise. I'm taking over, Brian. But it was just... I, know, I, know, I, was, I was going to say, mate. I was going to say. I'm <laughs> sorry. But it was just something that I, 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 I noted, and I wanted to get what all of your opinion was on this. Um, but do you think over the Vikings game and the Pittsburgh game, do you think Callum Moore and uh, Nolan as well, Mike Nolan, they've saved their jobs now? For no. now? No. No. Definitely not. Mm. No? So end of the season. Back? Not for me. So end of the season at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's I think it's a bit unfair on Kellen Moore to ask that question I don't see mm-hmm. the injuries on defence that I do on offence um, mm-hmm. I mean despite despite um, Cook and um, Adam Thielen having huge games, we still managed mm-hmm. to win the game, so the yeah. defence did something they gave us an opportunity to get back out oh, yeah. on the four points mm-hmm. so yeah. there has been that a marked improvement stop. Whether it yeah. whether it saves his job, I think it's too early because it's it's a very very small sample size. We said during the Steelers post game that we need to see consistency. Um, there there were more points scored and their playmakers got a better grip of the game, but we still managed to win the game. We still got the opportunity to run the two minute drill down the field to win. So yeah. it's been a very close loss and a win the past two weeks. So that's mm. not that's not firing form. Like to get a coach out yeah. the door. So if that can continue, um, there's no reason why we can't keep both of them next year. Yeah. And like that's that's a beautiful segue, and I'm gonna throw this straight over to you, Barry. In terms of the defense, I mean we have seen a marked improvement in those last three games. The the numbers are down a lot on what they were. Um, what would your own thoughts be on Mike Nolan Earth? Is it the players that are gone um that negative kind of Veteran players that gone out the window, or you know, it almost it almost else? looks it almost looks that way now. It, it you know, mm-hmm. when they had that, I think right before they get rid of them, there was that controversy, um, you know, about some of the poison in the locker room, some of the back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe maybe they were, and maybe they were the ones that they needed to get rid of. I mean, obviously they both were pretty, uh, you know, really underachieving. That's for sure. I, I was really bummed about Poe. I thought he was really a good pickup at the time. Uh, I mean, I saw highlights on him. He, I think he had a touchdown on almost everything. I think he had a defensive touchdown in his career. I think he caught a pass for a touchdown. He threw a pass. So I was like, wow, it's almost like bringing the fridge in. And I thought I was kind of, but, <laughs> but you never know, you, you know, now you don't hear as much. And of course, winning yeah. always cures a lot of stuff. You know, they had a pretty good game against Pittsburgh, they, uh, Minnesota. So now it seems like, Everybody's kind of starting to gel a little bit. I think it's early on mm-hmm. on no one, but I agree with Graham. I, you know, I've always liked Kellen Moore. I liked him from day one. Mm-hmm. It was a good move, and 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 uh, you know, obviously, the last couple of games, it's getting kind of exciting with some of those you know the new plays. And you know, like I said, uh, you know, I said earlier about the jet sweep and that 
hand off to Zeke and then the pitch. Yeah. I mean, gosh, it's, yep. that's exciting stuff. And I think they need to do more of that. And I think that's uh that's a tribute to Kellen. So I think if he opens it up even a little bit more with being creative, you know, no one, I'm not, I'm just not sure about it. It will see, Understand. we'll see, I guess, I think with the players yeah. and, and their, how they gel. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm on a defense. Exact mind frame. Love Kellen, Nolan, question mark. Sorry, Rich, I'll leave it back to you. Yeah, it was it was just to reiterate. I mean, it's been, we've been saying up until recently, it's just been, we, we've been questioning, is it, what's the issue? Like, we literally had multiple shows saying, what what's the issue here? Is it the coaching? Is it the players? Is it a bit of both? Mm-hmm. Um, and now that the, it looks like things are starting to click specifically on the offense. You can see now situations where Kellen Moore and his play designs have helped. So you can actually start to evaluate now Kellen Moore and what he brings. Um, mm. You can't do that yet for Mike Nolan, I don't think. And it's slightly different in my opinion. But mm-hmm. it's, you know, the, the, everything on both sides seems to be gelling. And there was a lot of desire there on that defense, though. That's one thing I will say. That there's been a marked difference on that defense. Yeah, I just want to interject to get a, a question in for Barry. Kenny Gant, everything all right there, sorted? Yeah, he should be on any second, I think. I'll text okay, him. no, 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 I'm just double-checking everything's fine <laughs> with you, brother. All right, sorry, okay. continue, guys, continue, ignore me. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here, Bri, but I'm, I would go just, for it. Just because I had it on my mind, and I had it on my mind at the weekend when it happened. So I'm kind of just going to throw it to... To you, but if anybody else wants to jump in as well, just because we were talking about a certain someone off of air before tonight, um, the, the the play by Wilson, um, oh, the head on Kirk, which one? He almost ended Kirk's life. Now, over over a staggered period this season, he, he's done a few plays like that, mm. and I'm, I, I'm and just and just because we were talking about a certain someone off air. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we've now found our kind of catch for this season? I'm just, I'm, because, Jamie, I'm just going to mute my phone and say, mute his microphone. <laughs> no, we we all know Mike is only dying to talk about this because uh, Donovan Wilson is a much beloved Texas Aggie. So, Mike, go on, go on, talk about it. Mike, Mike's an Aggie. What? No, never. Well, he should have Nobody said Nobody knows I'm an Aggie never. fan. What? People no. don't know I'm an Aggie fan. You eh? should have mentioned this. Should have no, mentioned right. this before, Mike. All I want to say, I got two questions for you. Uh, no, sorry, I got a question for everyone. Right now. I'm not going to be offended, so don't worry, because I know exactly what Donovan Wilson is and what he isn't, so don't worry, right? But all I'm going to give you, right, check this out. In the last three games, right, we've started to give Donovan Wilson a bit more of a role. And in the last three games, this is his stat line. 17 tackles, one and a half sacks, three forced fumbles, and two fumble recoveries. Right, so I give you that. My question to you is based on what we've got. It's a small sample size, and I know exactly the type of player Donovan Wilson is. But the fact that we always argue in Cowboys Nation, we lack in safety. Do you think perhaps the tide is turning on safety with Donovan Wilson? I, I'm just going to. I think we've, I think we've found our 
Jeffy in terms and what I mean by that is I'm not disrespecting oh, 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 when Je- while Jeff Heath was on the roster and we kind of touched on it in pre-season that yeah. we kind of we we didn't have we, we seem to lack a lot of these players that are not these household names that come up and make big players every now and again and, and give it an inject a spark sometimes and he, and that's what he started to do so that's what I mean by it and we found maybe I knew Jeff Heath that he's not this flashy kind of guy who's going to yeah He's not going to be like, a, and I use like Earl Thomas just because Jam, just because he's one of the big big names. He is so not like, Earl Thomas, but he's going to come on and he, he, he's one play can in, inject some confidence in defense, and that hit on um, <clears throat> Dalvin week, and he's done that a couple of times, and that's what I mean by Jeffy. So yeah, so so I I think we we may have found the replacement or, or someone that way. Yeah, sorry, Brian, if yeah. I if I need to that possibly no. no. No, I mean, I was going to jump in and say, yeah, it's great to see a player like that back in the lineup because, I mean, we all have, like, everyone knows my love of Jeff Heath. So we're not going to talk about that. But, I mean, in terms of all of us preseason, we're saying we, we hoped that um, Xavier Woods was going to step up. He was going to make that impact as our safety and starting safety. And for me, at the end of the season, I'm not renewing Xavier Woods. I'm going, bye-bye, best of luck. Um, definitely starting Donovan Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple of safeties who I've already started watching tape on in the draft. I mean, again, I'm a Texas Longhorn. Caden Stearns in the third round. That's my guy. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say his name. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, you know... Because you're right, we have gone on that we, we need safety help. We need we need help at the safety division, whether through free agency or the draft or whatever. It's almost as if you don't want to say too much too soon because it could yeah, just yeah. fizzle out. Like Mike says, it is small sample size. The one difference in, in, in Wilson is that we have an extra two years on his deal. So it's yes. not like somebody, com- somebody comes in and offers him huge money and we end up, you know, another prospect leaving. He has got a little bit of, of time left on his contract. He is only 23 yeah. years old. So yeah, yeah. the potential is there. Um, yeah. But I'm just going to temper it a little bit because, like we say, it is a small sample size and we're not going to go and award them $12 million a season over three games, yeah. you know. But no. hopefully, hopefully the tide has turned. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Like you said, you've got to not let let your excitement run away with you when you see something like that. But the stats don't lie, but it is a small sample size. But, I mean, like you said, he's not a you know a household name, but if he keeps putting hits like that on people and standing over him, like it's, what was it, that film, like last Friday or whatever it is, when he's standing over and he's like, you got knocked the F out. He makes hits like that. Like, he's going to become a household name fairly quickly. Like, that was some serious smack he brought on Cook. And he's no slouch. You're saying there about not household names. How many Patriots are household names? And exactly. look, at how many, look how many rings they've got. You know, that exactly. that can sometimes be thing. our problem, that we, we throw money yeah. in free agency and we end up with a dud. You know, maybe maybe going down yeah. the Donovan Wilson route of giving them 
a good amount of games every year is the way to go by building a team rather than just trying to sign one. Yeah, that's that's really that's a really good point because really random question here because the Cowboys over uh, at least while I've been following them have always been quite apprehensive to go and splash out in free agency because of there is that risk for you know that sort of thing happening and and, yep. and you miss yep. and then they've there's been a marked step up this year and then you've missed they've let certain people go mid season. Do you think that will now sort of it'll be a once bit and try shy? It'll be like, okay, we tried it now. Let's go back to the way we used to do it moving forward. Well, I mean, you saw we, we threw the young guys in on the D line, and look what happens. You know, Gallimore's mm-hmm. taken over. Randy Gregory's come back and made a huge <laughs> difference. Don't, <laughs> yeah. un, don't underestimate yeah. either of those guys stepping in. Um, called, yeah. Paul has called it from day one that Gallimore would make a difference. Yeah. Randy Gregory has come back in and performed. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, coaches are always going to do exactly what they've done, or by and large, they're going to do what they've yeah. done, and they'll always lean more towards guys they know and the experience rather than putting the new guys in a situation. But sometimes that's kind of what you need to do. Trial by fire can kind of work for for a fair amount yeah. of guys. So yeah, it's true. And um, Paul, I'm gonna I'm gonna feed this part into you because I know you're just dying to talk about it. The run defense at the weekend. I mean, when I was, oh, when yes. I was doing up the stats, the amount of solo tackles was way down on what it normally was. But the number of dual tackles and two-player tackles was phenomenal. So, take it away. No, because I supposed to be here 40 minutes ago. How you doing, brother? Two weeks, man. Yeah, man. Um what can I say, man? Our, our defensive line just made an absolute impact for that whole game. Helped uh-huh. isolate, helped out, helped, helped uh, isolate Dalvin Cook to I don't know how many X amount of yards, and and mm. there was a couple, a couple of sacks on the what you call him, Mister Kirk Cousins. But uh-huh. what did they say? Demarcus Lawrence would actually like be after him for that whole game, and I was right. Mm. Yeah, you know, just, just a quick one on that sack. It would have been an absolute crime if this if the sack got flagged, because it was very very close. Oh, very! It, it was, was very it very was. close. Um, you talking about the, the the strip sack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I I I'll be honest. I legitimate thought that was going to go back, and that was going to be an automatic first down for the Vikings. I after seeing the yep. replay, but but when they gave it to us, I was like, oh, no way. That is just unreal. Because we we talked about the hit on the hit on Roethlisberger being flagged. You know, mm. you really have to wonder where the line is for the officials nowadays, and I'm not sure they know. You know, it's yeah. all down to personal opinion for a lot of the time. You know, yeah, and I, and I, I, that's the thing, though. It's like with these referees, there's just so much inconsistency is going about right now. Mm. Like, yeah. like, and there was, I'll be honest, there was a couple of times I kind of felt was so. I'm trying to remember what play it was. There was a double hold on, I think it was on D-Law and one on Antoine Woods. It was like in the first quarter of the game. And mm. and I was screaming. I was like, how has that not been flagged for holding? And it, it was it, it was it was proper like tug, tugging the jersey away. Like mm. It, mm. it was so evident and no flag at all. But lucky enough that it was only like a two-yard gain from Kurt Cousins because he had to run outside the pocket, you know? Mm. 
Do you know though, we, uh, we, we, we touched on it kind of a little bit in terms of how the offense kind of, or the offensive line kind of played well and there just seemed like a lot of confidence and you could see kind of as the game grew on that the, the front seven kind of just grew in, in a massive confidence and, and we, we, I know we touched on it a little bit a minute ago about the uh, the Wilson hit but just look at the hustle. Once that ball came out, Jalen Smith was there. Demarcus Lawrence was yes. there. Yes, yes. Not just and and sometimes you, sometimes you always see when the ball's out. It's like the ball's out, the ball's out, and you'll you might see a guy five yards away. or try and get it. So you might have three defensive players there, but somebody from five ten yards away might come look at the ball. But instantly the ball went out. You could see Jalen Smith looked at the ball and. Kind of Demarcus Lawrence looked for the ball, but then also like, do you know what happened? Absolutely. And so as soon as they knew they weren't going to get it, rather than kind of let's piss about and see what's going to happen here, let's just get upfield and start blocking. And do you know what I mean? And it just it was good to see that. I mean, that there was some fight there. Yeah, the season's been awful, but there was some fight there, and and you, mm. you, especially on that play, you could see there's there's some pride in there, and and the the, the one. They want to um, to not not have this kind of. You know, I mean, they, they played so poorly all year because th- this defense is a lot better than than what the stat line actually shows. Mm. Yeah, and I got to put I got to put something out there real quick. Sorry, Paul. A couple of weeks ago, I was on here and I said the type of player that I thought of Tank was. Um, I thought he was in it for him, and mm-hmm. I hoped that he was wrong and he was going to put things out there and he was actually going to lead. Um, and bring some intensity to things and do things like this. And he has now proven me wrong. And I'm so, so happy to be wrong. I really, really am. I think we all are, though, Richie. I think we all are. Because we have, like, like, like me and Graham have been critics of him, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're guilty of it. Uh, like, we just kind of thought it was so the start of the season. It just lacked his first step. But, but there could be many factors towards that. Again, I'm not trying to throw excuses out yeah. there. But, but this is yeah. like the, the this has been the first, like, I would say, well, second game of the season where it, where I actually starting to see him being de logging like, properly. Yeah. yeah. Like, and we're now seeing that being re- reflected onto the rest of that defensive line. Like, yes. I, I, as you all know, like, I, D line defensive plays my my jam, right? And mm-hmm. and I'll say this again: the, the main key word was the hustle, and you nailed it right in the, the yep. dot there, Richard. Bitch, it's the hustle. It's like mm-hmm. people were people were literally hungry to get the ball and make the tackle and make the play, and not just like not just defensive one, but you're we're seeing in the centre, and we already covered Donovan Wilson. We saw that already. We're seeing him c- coming down 10, 15 yards from the backfield, coming down and make some major hits. And mm. and uh, and our good friend Big Wheel made the comment saying it was awesome. It was awesome. It was like it was fantastic. So oh, it, it was brilliant to see Tank swarm to that ball and get that ball, and he's getting back up. And I commented like a little while afterwards during the game. It was literally like watching someone taking the ball, Jalen Smith taking the ball out the back of a mall in a rugby game. Because he said that, and he was like, there was communication there as well, and you could see it. And it's like, it's me. I've, I, I've got this. Let me have that. And Tank stayed, stayed there, took a man up. Jalen comes and wheels around, and then this guy's coming up, and you got block and block and block. And there was just there was so much fight there that you could see on that one play from the entire defensive unit, and it was amazing to see. Do you know, though, yeah. when, um, when, when as soon as kind of when Galvin caught the ball and Wilson kind of 
got to maybe about a yard away from him. Could, did anybody else just kind of imagine Dalvin Cook's soul just breaking into a million pieces, thinking, I'm fucked? <laughs> On the replay, yeah. <laughs> it was just, a, he was a battering ram. He was just, he was a heat-seeking missile on that one, wasn't he? He was just, yeah, bloody hell. He was going through him and there was no two ways about it. Graham, I'm going to throw a question over to you. And it's a guy I know you love to give an awful lot of abuse to. Yes. Jalen Smith, has he improved with Leighton Van Der Esch back in the lineup? Just just run the tape from the Steelers post game. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, no, it, it just what we talked about what we talked about last week, he has become the scapegoat, quite yeah. simply. Graham, can, um, I, Graham, can I interrupt you for one wee second? Because we are just to introduce our special guest, Mr. Lincoln Coleman. Hello! <laughs> What's going on, people? No way! How, how are we, sir? How are we? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, <so> <laughs> Oh man! I, I there he is again. Oh, okay, now I can hear you. Mr. Lincoln you hear? Coleman. Good evening, sir. How are you? How are you, good people, doing over there across the water? We're, we're doing we're good, man. Good. We're doing good. Doing good. We're, we're, so what we're, do you we're, think we're about jump- our Cowboys? <laughs> Getting better. <laughs> Getting there. <laughs> Work in progress. Oh. Listen, man, I have some harsh words for the Cowboys, man, and it's it's been coming yes. for the last 25 years, okay? So let me let me say it like I, you know, because, see, I'm born and raised in Dallas, Texas, all right? And my love for the Cowboys go real deep. Um, my grandfather, on my first birthday, told everybody in the family that I was going to yeah. play for the Cowboys, Okay. And growing up, that's all I ever loved, ever thought about was being a cowboy, uh, loving the cowboys, being a part of the cowboys family. The problem that's going on now is um, we got a lot of players who show up, they sign their name on on their contract, and they go, now I'm a part of America's team. And I dig that. But what I, how I learned to become a part of America's team is by winning championships or competing for championships. You just don't become a cowboy because they put a jersey on your back. You got to go out there and you got to be somebody. So they have this new fabulous facility, the, the star. I don't know if you guys ever seen it. It's Enough. fabulous. Enough. Fabulous. You know, and they show up and they go, I'm a part of the greatest team ever on the planet, but they're not playing like it. So there mm. needs to be some humility. Mm. There needs to be some courage. Hey, there on, needs sir. to be a coach that can come in and tell them about the history and tell them this is how this thing that? works. So I'm not sure. I mean, I know they got Leon Led as the defensive line coach. I know they don't talk much with a lot of the ex-players. A lot of the ex-players don't go walk through that locker room. 
But when I played in the 90s, I hung out with Randy White. He had a restaurant. I used to go there every Wednesday, and I sat at his feet, and I listened to him tell me how the star became a star. Every Thursday night, Drew Pearson had a club called Drew's 88. We would go up in VIP. There'd be no women in there. There'd just be current cowboys, and there would be old school cowboys, and we in there chatting. They're patting us on the head. They're telling us we've been doing a great job. That's how this thing works. You go and you hang out with them guys. They teach you the game. They tell you how this thing works. And then you go out there and your job is to want to be like them. There's no reason to be like anybody else. Okay? So 88, the 88 now, he needs to be like 88 back in the day. Drew Pearson. You know, Michael Irvin. There you go. I see your jersey. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, j- j- just to add you in on this one, mind you, Link. You have joined us on episode number eighty-eight. There we go. Not only that. Not only that. You're joining us on the Thanksgiving show, which was your your game, basically on Thanksgiving. That's when I officially became a cowboy. I I, I disagree. You were always a cowboy. Officially, you were always a cowboy. That was just when you happened to play for the Cowboys. That's right. (laughs) You know, my first year, my first year with the Cowboys, I spent the first six weeks on practice squad. Okay, practice squad. Yeah, yeah. I can remember the game. Huh? I can remember the game only just. Yeah, Yeah. and then uh, uh, um, they pulled me up. Uh, the mm-hmm. game before Thanksgiving, we played in Atlanta. Atlanta. And Emmett got hurt. He, he mm-hmm. bruised his thigh mm-hmm. and all of that. And so we only had, you know, those three or four days to get ready for Thanksgiving. And um, they put me on the active roster. And I knew I was going to get an opportunity, mm-hmm. but I didn't know I was going to get that much of an opportunity because <laughs> never comes out the game. <laughs> he never comes and out he- the game. What what was crazy is obviously for for some people in the UK they some of the older people may know some of the newer people who are into um, the Dallas Cowboys in the UK might not know but the thing I remember <laughs> the obvious thing I remember is the Leon Lett uh, part but also Woo! the we uh, yeah 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 and like it's synonymous if you say the Leon Lett game most Cowboy fans go oh yeah that game. But the weirdest one, yeah, the weirdest one I can remember was the fact it was snowed. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, we woke up that morning and we were like, "Uh, "What's going on here?" (laughs) (laughs) How often does it snow in Dallas? It doesn't. It doesn't. That once. What happens is it'll snow and then it, it's gone by, by the next day. <laughs> yeah, you know it, it, it doesn't stay around. I mean, I was a, I was only about 10 years old, so a lot of it is kind of vague. Um, but I, I can remember, if my memory serves right, there was some sort of storm, hurricane or something well, that led something- to that. Something was was happening. I, I can't remember exactly what was going on, but um, we we woke up that next morning, and what I 
what what I what I heard from my running back coach, he said, listen, you may get a few more carries with all this crap mm-hmm. on the ground. With all this crap on the ground, you know. And I said, okay, no problem. You know what I mean? I'm ready to go. And I, I'll tell you like this: my first play from scrimmage, I I don't think I touched the ground. <laughs> I, I was. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe I was out there. I did not hear the fans. All I could concentrate on is waiting on Aikman to say, huh? You know? <laughs> it's like you're in that zone. It's like you cannot hear anything else but the snap count. Totally understand me. Because like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I played football as well. Like Not to kind of bring it up or anything, but not, not compared to yourself, Mr. Coleman. <laughs> um, but, uh, but but I know what it's like. like I, I played O-line and D-line, but everyone knows it's like you're just so focused. You're, you're just cancelling out all the noise. I know you're hearing the quarterback saying the, the proper snap count. I totally understand. It's like, it's yeah. like you're just like in the zone. Yes. Yes, I was a, a. It was it was surreal, um, and then to go out and get more yards than any other backup to Emmett ever, that was crazy, and to have Michael Irvin and Aikman pat you on the head and Emmett Emmett when I would come out the field, Emmett would sit down with me and he would actually ask me, "Go, what do you see?" And I'm like, "You asking me?" <laughs> well, well oh, the safety dude. is coming down in the box, and never, never, never. I'm like, Emmett is treating me like one of the guys, you know. The <laughs> reason I say I, I officially became a cowboy because I didn't feel that way when I was on the practice. I, I, you know what? I take that back. I remember one day in practice, after practice, um, I was talking to the guys in the locker room. And, and and Charles Haley came up to me and said, listen, man, I know we bit you out about how hard you're running in practice. He says, but you're essential to this team, and you help us get ready for the for the next game. So don't ever, don't ever take a step back. He said, you're a 40 cog on this team. And I said, okay, all right, all right, no problem. You know what I mean? Then I really, I really felt good that. Do you know, yeah. I, look, I, looked, I looked back at the stats from that game as well, and like you say, not just to the fact that you, you kind of came in and, and had to obviously do a job with Emmett not being there. It also snowed, NFL debut, but you, and you look at the stats, you still, still average, he was just over five five yards to carry for that game. For your first game, it was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It's just like, yeah. Hey, oh, man. I'm telling you, I, just, I was numb, man. I didn't... I tell you, it was it was it was absolutely crazy, and 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 also, um, I came in with a really good buddy of mine, Kevin Williams. That year, we both were um, were rookies, and mm-hmm. for him to do what he did in that game, and then what I you know tried to do in the game, it was two Dallas boys, okay, <laughs> and so. And so what happened was they had the turkey on our side of the field. They were going to give it to um, Kevin and I. And after Leon Lett did the thing with the – and I'll explain why he did that. But after he touched the ball and they ended up getting it back, they put that – they sent that turkey to the other side of the field. It slides in the snow, you know. But I don't know if you guys know this. Um, 
the Leon Lester. He was trying to dead the ball. Yeah, yeah. The summer, uh, right, right um, before the season started, the league changed the rules on dead the ball after a block uh, field goal. Okay, so before, after you blocked the field goal, you had to go and touch the ball or pick it up and run with it, whatever, to dead the ball. Bef- so before the season started, they said, all you have to do is block it and get the hell away from the ball. So you got Thomas Everett screaming, get away from the ball, get away from the ball. And everybody got away from the ball, but Leon, he had a brain fart. <laughs> he forgot what the rules were and he as you can see no one was around the ball but him <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean uh, so it, it I, was I, an I, honest I, mistake it was our first block of the season and he just went for it I generally do kind of feel sorry for Leon because like that, that's how a lot of people kind of remember him for but when yeah. you actually, if you if you were to take away that one play, like people would say, say a completely different story about him. Completely different story. Well, use one for you, right? I got one for you, right, Link. If I you said, right, if you said, right, that you could start play, but lose in the Thanksgiving game, the Super Bowl ring, would you say okay? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, man, hey, I, I, I would take a Super Bowl ring at, at, at any time, at all, at, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. at all time, man. You know, after the game, the, the, the press, they came up to me and they were like, hey, man, did, what'd you say to Leon? Did you go and, you know, bitch him out? And I'm like, uh, Leon's six, seven, six, eight, and his arms, <laughs> his hands touch the ground while he's standing. Uh, no, yeah. I didn't say a damn thing. <laughs> I was like, if, oh, Jimmy Johnson, if Jimmy Johnson's not going to say anything to him, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's, true. true. that's wise. That, that's I've something also, to I, I, up to the coaches. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've also got, though, I've always <laughs> wanted to ask this, right? In a foot race between you and Emmett Smith, who wins? Oh, oh! I'm gonna be I'm gonna be brutally honest with you. Go for it. Go I for had, it. even though my I was bigger than him, I had yeah. more speed than him. All right, yeah, I'm gonna tell you yeah. tell you a quick story. I worked out with Michael Irvin in the off season and the uh, off season of '95. Yeah, and I did everything that he did. He's a workout dean. Yeah, and we had this drill called, um, um, um. God dang it. It was um it's where you start at one one point, you go five yards, come back another ten yards, and then come back another five. It's like fifteen yard shuttle. Shuttle drift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. And shuttle. Yeah. And out of and, and and to this day, at 240 pounds, I ran the fastest shuttle shuttle drill than anyone in Cowboys history. I ran a three two five. Most people run okay. a four four one three nine yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I I owe it all to working out with Michael Irvin. Michael so Irvin. I I was quicker. But here's the deal about Emmett. People ask me all the time about Emmett and then Sanders. 
Barry Sanders was playing behind our offensive line. He'd average 2,500 yards a year. But here's the thing. Emmett made that thing happen. Emmett was the utmost and uh, he was the leader of our team. He was uh, he would play and and we would we would we would watch him do his thing and we would be inspired by Emmett. I know a lot of people seeing Michael Irvin screaming and jumping up and down and hoorah and all of that stuff. That meant nothing. Emmett was a football player and he believed in winning. And he was in fact he never talked. If he if he talked, that means he was pissed. But watching the greatest game ever, ever I've ever seen, New York Giants, last game of the year, trying to get in yeah. for uh, sorry, in '93, trying to make sure we got a first round by. Emmett separated his shoulder. Now y'all not y'all need to understand it. Yeah. Emmett separated his shoulder, and they patted him up, and he came back. He played with one arm. He caught the ball with one arm. He carried the ball with one arm. He wheeled us into the playoffs with a first round bye because that's who Emmett is. So I'll take Emmett any day over Barry Sanders or any other running back. He was an absolute man. That is just Emmett's character, though. He's just so driven back there. Back back in the day, like like nothing like if even he could if he if he had the choice, like if he can play with one leg, he'd still want to be on that field. I can barely hear you guys. Something's going on. Oh oh, are you okay there? Can you hear us now? Wait a minute. Let me see. Yeah, I can barely hear you. Hello. Um, <laughs> how you doing now, Lang? <laughs> Hold up. Yeah. All right, mate. Take okay, right let there. me let me get a little closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah, you in? Um, yeah. Now, um, we was talking previously about the Vikings game. Where were you up to, Brian, on uh, the last game we just played? How far along into it? Are you I pretty much I done? I think we're pretty much done. I mean, we normally love to give the special teams guys a shout-out, but, I mean, like... We're up on an hour and twenty minutes. It's time to feed into the pre-game show. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the reins over to you and let you run with it. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, I mean, let, um, go on. Sorry. Let, let me try going on, off and coming back on. Let me try that real yeah, quick. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yep, give me no, one second. Um, so obviously we'll uh, continue on with the show. Um. The first thing we'll hit then, guys, uh, for the Thanksgiving show will be um, some news and updates. Um, now, I've got a few to go through. Um, tell me um, what you think um, is probably the worst thing uh, or best thing, whichever way you want <laughs> to look at this. Um, I've got some news coming in about some injury updates. But before we do that, I just want to give a shout out and get Barry's thoughts as well on this is um, I just need to give a shout out to um, Marcus Paul, the um, the, the coach for mm-hmm. yeah um, the strength and conditioning 
uh, coach. Now, uh, he had to get taken away um, by um, medical teams. Um, luckily, it's not the coronavirus, um, is what they mentioned, but they did cancel pretty Can much um, everything that they, yep. the entire day. Okay, so um, they had to cancel uh, interviews, practice, the lot because of it. So I just want to give a shout out, obviously, to him, uh, to Marcus Paul. Um, to say, obviously, we hope that everybody's all right, everybody's safe, everybody's healthy. Um, we never want to see um, coach or player ever have to get taken away by medical emergency services. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that was, that was a, a, a very crazy situation. One. Oh, that was a definitely. crazy situation. They, um, they, people were sending condolences. Cool. Yeah, I know. Wow. I see yeah, that. the Giants organization. The Giants organization was too. They they were doing yeah. some things. It's like, it's like yeah. yeah, even 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 Sports Illustrated confirmed he was like dead. It's like no, he's not dead. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, obviously that that is our very first shout out, and to make sure uh, he's doing safe, he, he's safe, he's healthy, all the rest of it. He's getting all the medical attention he needs. Um, but going yeah. forward for this week's game, uh, we do have confirmed uh, that Anthony Brown is out with a rib injury. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll tell you, and Bell, he was limited with a back. Greg Zerline came up as limited with a back injury as well. Um, Tyler Biadish, uh, the rookie centre, he has been officially put on as of yesterday. He was put on to IR with a hamstring injury. Um, but because we always like to put things on the end of a happy note, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Brandon Knight and Joe Thomas are all reported as healthy and they are ready to go for tomorrow. Uh, so that's some good news, all for Thanksgiving game. Uh, like I always say, like to try and put a, spin, a happy spin on everything in uh, some form or another. Um, but yeah. let's look at tomorrow's game, guys. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's some some good stuff going on. It is, of yep. course, the Thanksgiving game. Uh, and there's no better way to hit this with a, a very old and deep rivalry with the Cowboys and the Washington football team. So I'm going to ask It is the Washington, <laughs> the Washington football team. Yeah, yeah, I'm being very careful. I just want to get your guys' uh, initial thoughts on it all. What do you think? I know last time we played Washington, uh, it wasn't a, a great outcome. But given the recent progression of the team, how do we think it's going to go? Totally different game? De definitely. Definitely a totally different game. Yeah. Like we're, we're on a momentum. We're finding our feet now. Our defensive line are now starting to like connect again. Like I said earlier, back in the defensive segment. And, uh -huh. and we're putting points on the board again. So, uh, and like we said about like Zeke and Tony Pollard, we're running the ball. We're, it's... Um, a lot more positives than negatives going for uh, going forward into this game. So, and where's Washington? They've <clears throat> well, they're, they're in a kind of similar situation. I think they've lost. Kyle, is it Kyle Allen? Uh, they've lost him for the for the year as well. Yeah. Okay. So quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, and I think Smith is is doubtful. Like I, I I don't know what's the situation with Alex Smith. Is he he's playing? He will be playing. He's, he's playing. playing. He's, 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 he's actually is he playing. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, but Washington are in the kind of same predicament. I think they're in, like, kind of like what we were a couple of weeks ago. Like, if, if anything, they're kind of going more downhill and we're going uphill. So I think this should be a win for us, if I'm being perfectly honest. Here's how you're going to tell how this game's going to go. Um, when we're on offense, that front four, that front seven of the of, of the Redskins, or I'm sorry, of the Washington team. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even put DC on the end of that thing. I mean, good. I know people think they're from Oregon or something, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I mean, you know, there's a lot to take away from, from the last game that we played. And a lot of people complain saying, Oh, we flew all the way to Washington to go kick a field goal. Um, now, the good news is, well, I, I, and I think... Having Link, trouble connecting, uh, uh, this is often caused by an unstable. You see that? Yeah, we, we, we know it's yeah. kind of disconnected, though. We got okay. you, Matt. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if they get to us early and often, we're in trouble. Yep, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean... The good thing is, I don't know what you guys, what your uh, thoughts and opinions are on this, that they made a bit of a shuffle on the O-line. They've done it during the Vikings game. For me personally, I actually think that was a dress rehearsal to play against this D-line. I don't know what your feelings are on that. I'd agree. Yeah, especially when you've got Chase Young and Fonte Sweat on that defensive line. Like, Let's be honest, like their defensive line, they've got some good talent. No, they've got really mm-hmm. good talent. And if there's one thing, one position that we are still kind of are struggling to a certain extent is our offensive line. So having like Zach Martin playing that tackle now, it does give me a bit more um, reassurance that we can put on a better performance. Like, and mm-hmm. this is no disrespect. This is no disrespect to Terrence Steele. Like he did okay for some games, but but he did get caught out quite a lot, especially in the passing game. And in terms of like a whole and when it comes to holding calls and all that type of stuff, I think it's a good move going forward, especially against this D-line. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the, co- yeah. the Cowboys' offensive line is dealing with the most, uh, the second most QB pressures this season. Um, there's there's an awful lot of pressures coupled with the uh, with Washington having three over three sacks a game. So, But obviously that was before we moved Zach Martin to tackle. Which mm-hmm. looks like a bit of a ma- masterstroke just now. It's like like you were saying to do it before the the, the red. Eh, keep saying it. The Washington game, uh, <laughs> I think, was a good move. Um, I th- I think if we can if we can get Zeke going and Pollard going, it will take an awful lot of pressure off off the tackles and it'll, it requires Dalton to do less as well. But it all it, it depends on us getting an early lead and staying balanced on offense. See, to me, Zeke is the key to this whole thing. He is – Zeke is old school. Zeke is a throwback. Mm. And I think what's blowing his mind this year is the fact that he doesn't have a reliable offensive line. So, you, I think it's messing with him mentally. Okay? Yeah. He looked like he's on his way back. Yeah. Um, last mm-hmm. week, he was really good. You know, they're trying to write him off and say he's done and all of this crap mm-hmm. here. Or he's lost his step. There's no way. He's still nah, a young no young dog. He had some other things that was going on in his head. But I think not having that offensive line 
that that reliable offensive line, that dominant offensive line, is messing with him mentally. So now he's got to readjust his game. Mm-hmm. Yep, I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, I think, totally I, think the crit- I, I still think the critics have been very, very harsh on Zeke. Very harsh. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you got to understand, I mean, it's, it's Zeke. They're gonna be. Well, you understand? Cowboys is the most loved, most hated team in the history of of the earth. Okay. That's what. The, the, like <laughs> this, the, 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 just so you know, this is a we say not obviously. It's not just America's team; it's the world's team. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. That is true. <laughs> We've said that it before. Right. Well, it's not as if this. Like you say, when we 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 have we've had this amazing offensive line for the last few years, and when. Yep. Some of them drop off. It's not as if it's it's like it's not a gradual drop off to say like somebody who's coming in and stepping in. It's a massive drop off, and you, there's just there's just no way that, that I mean that, that Zeke was ever going to put up some big numbers when that offensive line was just so off its game. It was unbelievable. I mean, like you say, well look just look how bad it was. I mean, we, we lost a starting quarterback. You know I mean, just because of really poor offensive line play, and it's just like you say, there's there's just Seems a bit more consistency last week that that hopefully will put some confidence into him this week and hopefully Zeke will have another another big game like he had this week as well and and Pollard not just Zeke but Pollard as well because Pollard had a decent one last week. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, the run the run is going to be key in this and the big difference from the way they played the previous game and one of the big reasons they won is because they established that balance. They played Cowboys football. There you, you know, go. They, they, it's classic Cowboys football. They established the run. They had the balance, and they everything flowed from that. They won the battles in the trenches. Everything is won and lost in the trenches when you bring it all back down to basics. That is where they need to go in this because exactly like gentlemen said before, if they get behind early, they're going to have to start throwing the ball, and then it's just it's going to be complete chaos. And their pass yeah. rush is going to have a field day. It's going to be yes. an absolute onslaught out there. If they can establish the run and start spreading things out, and start having less people committed to the box, with however yeah. you do it, they need to protect Dalton, They need you know, which they did pretty well last time. They can establish the run with Zeke and Pollard. They can win this game. They showed yeah. they can win games with grit and determination last week. The defense won that game last week. They made there a stop. There you go. I like They've shown team. now yeah. that they've got, they have actually got the drive, and we've criticized them. And we've got to say now, they won that because they wanted to win it. If they go out there and they want to win this game, they can win it. They just need to go out there and do it and win the battles in the trenches. And when they do that, it will make a big statement. And then you're going to start getting some real momentum when you beat Washington. Chris and determination. I like those two words. That's what we didn't have starting the season off. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I think we're starting to learn to dig deep and, and, and realize Everybody wants to play against the Cowboys. Yep. <laughs> Everybody wants to beat the Cowboys. And like Simon just said, yeah. smash my football. Just hit him in the face. Hit him in That's the face. It. Keep hitting him in the face and keep going. And then you hit him on the right and then you hit him on the left. Find a weakness and punch your way through it. And you've still got, yeah. yes, we've lost players on the offensive line. You've still got Zach Martin. Stick Zeke up his backside and get him through. <laughs> Job done. When everybody's shooting at you, when everybody's shooting at you every week, you got to go, wow, I'm going to have to play my A game every week. Yep. You know, because these guys want to beat me because I have mm-hmm. this star on my chest. You can either yep. go, 
Wow. You know, that's, you know, um, 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 damn. I, I can't believe everybody wants to beat me. Or you can go, that's right. Everybody wants to beat me. So I have to go and do what I need to do. You know what I mean? I got to step mm -hmm. my game up. Oh, so man. that's what this, you know, those guys going to have to start realizing. You know, every week is going to be a tough week. No matter mm -hmm. if they think they're playing somebody that's – if they're playing the Jets, it's going to be a tough week, no matter what. Mr. Cromer, I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say this, but you're getting me absolutely pumped up for this game now. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not kidding, man. Uh -uh. I am not just kidding. Just saying it with his chest, like, God damn, yes. Hey, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, man. Hey, I'm oh. just hoping, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that these guys can do it three weeks. Because, see, check out the progression. They had to, they, mm -hmm. We played a really, really good game against the, the uh, against Pittsburgh, okay? Mm -hmm. despite, yeah, nice the, week the, yeah, the, yeah, despite we lost, we still actually put in a good performance. We yes. really showed up. We showed up, okay? And, and then we went out and we won us a game. And this week, mm -hmm. we got to put those two weeks together and beat the hell out of Washington, okay? Yes. That's the kind of game we need to have. Could, yeah, could that's the kind of game we need to have. So, hopefully, uh, we can put this thing together. And and I'm and listen until I talk to you guys, okay. And it took me talking to some guys from the UK to make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> Not my homeboy down the street, you know. I mean, I talk to you guys. I feel a little bit better about tomorrow. <laughs> there we go. There we go. This week, just for the fact that Chase Young has hit the ground running, Chase Young has been immense this week. Now, could this be the biggest test that this all this all line, as depleted as it is, could face this year? Yeah. And if anything, like if, if yeah. you can shut him, you can shut him down tomorrow, it's pretty much a done deal that the Cowboys win. Yeah, yeah, we got to keep. We got to keep our quarterback from getting killed. Our receivers are stepping their game up. Um, yeah. That catch, that catch by 88 last week. Oh. Are, you me, <laughs> are you kidding me, man? That was naughty. Yeah. That was bad. Oh. But are you saying, kidding I mean, me? Just, hey. just, just, just kind of talk about Lincoln. I, I, I don't know how much you kind of see over Yeah, here, we can hear you. We can hear you, Lincoln. There was a, there was a, a couple of years ago when, when Odell Beckham kind of – made that big catch against us and uh, the, the, the guys that run run the league over here was loving it and there was it was played it week in, week out, constantly and repeat. And we've after that catch by C D Lamb this week, we've been we've been um, asking them to, to play that because we we a lot of us think that it was an even better catch this week than what Beckham's won. It's like let's let's give some love to C D Lamb because that catch was immense last yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and then moving on, which is the next thing which uh, plays into the hands for the running back, is the last time we played Washington uh, back in October. Our actual time of play during that game, right? And you can attest to this, Link. Uh, you know, so you can say, yeah, this is why the game was so lopsided. That our time of play during that game was just barely... 22 minutes. That sucks. Terrible. That sucks. And yeah. if you're ever a team, especially playing your um, your second quarterback, your backup quarterback, the last thing you want to do 
is be playing not just behind, <laughs> but with no time on the clock. I mean, you think about it, that's barely over a quarter of play. Three and out, three and out, three and out, punt, yep. fumble, yeah. interception. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I, a terrible game. Well, I mean, just to put that in, talking about three and out, I mean, the Cowboys in that game, they were on third down, uh, they were three for 12. Yeah. Yeah. That's like yeah. a quarter. Yeah. And you're never going to do it. But and the biggest issue behind it all was Dalton getting sacked. He was sacked six times in the game. So, yeah, I definitely. mean, yeah, if you're ever going to win a game, you need to keep the main man upright, uh, is what I always say. And then his yards per pass ended up equating to 2.1 yards per pass. Um, now, did, did you well, guys see or get a little bit of that um, – um, the uh, what Bengals Washington game last week? Yeah, yeah, oh. that was terrific. Oh. They were flying around Burrow's legs all day. Yeah, yep. that's what scares I, me. I was looking at the same thing. I was thinking mm, that is looking a little bit hefty on the old uh, ACL joint down there. Yeah, they were around yeah. that boy. I'm talking about they were coming at him, man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, if I was if I was Andy Dalton, get some knee braces on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needed, yeah, he needed a he needed a shield from Wakanda. Wakanda, <laughs> <laughs> Wakanda. He needed a Wakanda shield, man. He was getting hit, man. He was getting oh hit, and God. so that's what scares me this week. Yeah. That's a tough. That's gonna be a tough deal, man. Man, it was, yeah. it was horrible. That that. Seeing that wee small clip, what happened to Joe? I know we're kind of going off topic talking about Cincinnati, but but that was I, I seen that that was more gruesome. What happened to Dak? Out of like it's, it's the knee joint, the knee joint, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that knee is not supposed it's to bend, it's, not, it's not supposed to bend like, uh, at all. No chance. Oh, it's whole body oh, back like that. Give me the heebie jeebies thinking about that, man. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it, it's that bad. They think he's out next year. So yep. you think about this: that the next time Joe Burrow returns will be twenty twenty two. Wow, yeah. that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that what made Dak's injury? Uh, uh, what made Dak Dak's injury a lot more livable is that it was a clean break. Yeah, and not just yes. a, a tear. You know, a tear. You know, a, an extreme yeah. tear. You, it, that takes forever to get get back together. But it, but a clean break. You can put it together and just let that thing, you know, uh, let your DNA, you know, work on it. And, and um, you know, really good stuff can happen quickly. But yeah. that knee, that knee, Burrow as a young kid, oh. that was almost like uh, Alex Smith, the guy we're going to play yeah. against. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Exactly yeah, yeah, very true. the way I felt. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Remember, he was out for two years. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. exactly the way I felt. Uh, you, yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, very uh, not not nice <laughs> watching nice, Paul man. man. You know, so yeah. we uh, so I'm hoping that we leave a tight end in. You know what I mean? In in the yeah. blocking scheme, um, have the running backs do a lot of checks before they go out into the uh, pass patterns. Um, we're gonna have to make sure. I mean, I hate to show up the line like that and limit what we can do, but. Um, yeah, we're going to have to do a couple of different things 
um, uh, differently this week, a different type of game plan to come at them. And it's going to have to start with us being on the ground. Yeah. We're going to have to pound it. Definitely. Definitely. So uh, this leads to my next question. Um, How great do we all think Chase Young is going to become? I mean, we're seeing oh, flashes of it right now. Yeah, it's, it's without, a, without a doubt, like, his, his hand speed movement, his get-offs are just ridiculous. That alone, mm-hmm. and not to mention his readability of the play. Like, he can actually move from a, from a C gap to a B gap, just like that. It's, it's oh, man. Like, I didn't know scary. anything he could get better than, you know, the Watts boys and, and mm-hmm. what's the other brothers that's in the league? You know, uh, Bosa's. Bosa's. The Bosa's, yeah. The, the yeah. Bosa's. This dude is unreal, man. You know what I mean? He, his get off, his strength, his speed, his hands, the, the way he, he can manipulate a tackle. Um, um, he's like a freak, man. He's another. He's on another level. Uh, here's my here's my, if I was to put someone above, I say he's the next best version. If like I say he's much better than Miles Garrett right now, much better. Mm, that's my, that's, nah, I'm not sure. Miles no, Garrett, I, I, yeah. like, like, I, Garrett is good. Like that, that's just a personal opinion. Oh, like, look, look at it. Look, uh, who else is he talking about? Another Aggie. <laughs> 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 Don't ever. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Lincoln, just to fill you in, Mike is an Aggies fan. He's an Aggies fan. Loves Aggies. I'm up here. You mean Texas Aggies? Yeah. Texas Aggies. Loves Texas Aggies. You can't say anything wrong about the Texas Aggies around Mike. I went to Baylor, man. I I, I can't be an Aggies fan. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me. Hey, I, I can barely hear you guys again. I don't know why the heck is doing this. G- give me one second. Let me. Let me try it one more time. No worries. Okay. No worries. Um, kind of t- touching, touching back on Chase Young. Just, yes. just, and, and not to kind of bin off anybody else who comes into the league, but it just shows the kind of player he is to make the step up first from college to NFL. But he's. <sighs> And and even the Washington fans will, will agree, they're a poor football team. He's the 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 focal point of their defense, and he's still getting it done. Yeah, and he's a rookie. And that, yeah, and and that's how you can. That's how sometimes you kind of gauge it, don't you? Like saying not to like say bag on anybody else, but like that. If if he wasn't on their defense this weekend, you would pretty much just say this is pretty much foregone foregone conclusion. That's probably Timber. the way that, that, that we're going to lose this if, if we can't contain Chase Young tomorrow. You know, it kind of, remi- uh, you know, it kind of reminds me back in the day, like when you're comparing all these different other teams and stuff, like, it reminds me when Tampa Bay drafted Bob Sapp. It's like he was the focal point of that whole team for all those years. I think it's going to be the exact same way for Washington when it comes to Chase Young. I think that's why we give Tank Lawrence so much heat because you see Chase Young as the focal point of the of Washington's D-line and he still gets the sack you know he still, yeah. he still gets the regular sack but I think it's because um, they've got Montez Sweat on the other side and they're getting sacks across the line that uh, they kind of maybe the focus slides a little bit they can move they can move guys around whereas if our D-line hasn't been performing well you're going to look to the guy who makes the most amount of money because that 
they're their guaranteed contract only draws a bullseye on them, you know, when they're when they're not playing well. So um yeah, with Chase with Chase Young doing so well, it's like it's early. Um, you know, next season when people have tape on them, it's gonna be the big yeah. test. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I'm trying to help uh Kenny. He's really struggling to get into this show and yeah. I, I'm talking to him. Uh, trying to get this this organised, he, he keeps for some odd reason um, bopping in and out. So we will get it sorted. We 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 yeah. we're getting there slowly. We're we're whittling the issue down. Um, but let's move on, guys, um, to the Cowboys' defence. Um, much to everyone's. Um, Whenever you get to this point, everyone starts sucking their teeth and sucking in air. Um, but <laughs> would you agree? Would you agree that the defense, with the likes of the the D line coming along, Leighton Van Der Esch looks yeah. much better. He's looking better. Safety, Donovan Wilson, we talked about earlier. Do you think perhaps this defense is on the up? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. No, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. No, no, not with the secondary the way it is. Because, okay. No, it's not going to count in this game because Washington have nothing at receiver. But, but secondary will cost us in other games because the quarterbacks are not doing enough and Wilson has no help at safety. He might as well be playing on his own because Xavier Woods is not doing anything this season. Yeah. Yeah. What what's your opinion, Barry, on on this D line? Have you, it, what what do you think? Well, it's it's um, in the beginning, like you said, in the beginning, year, I was excited about it, but a lot of things just fell off. You know, it's it's puzzling too. What all of a sudden, Alton Smith disappeared yep. now? Like what what's yeah? And you know, and I think, and I think, uh, you know, again, I'm I'm just throwing my opinion mm-hmm. out, but you know, there's a lot of Big question marks there, and I think they could have got some pretty good value moving them. I don't know why Jerry stuck, but but all of a sudden he's kind of disappeared. So like, you know, I, I don't, I, that's really puzzling. I have to ask maybe Broadus about that, but but uh, but he hasn't. I mean, you don't hear his name mentioned at all now. Now Gregory, you know, fortunately he stepped up, and yeah. uh, of course D Law, you don't hear his name a lot, but he's you know according to all the ratings, he's doing great. Yeah, you know? so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, not, yeah. not, to, not to kind of sit on the fence and be that that kind of guy, but kind of just to touch a little bit on what Bryce said, it, it depends on what front seven turns up. Because if the front seven turns up and is being dominant as hell, like it kind of it looked like it was going to be last week, then it doesn't matter if Mike, if me and you were in, in that secondary, then they were fine. But it just <laughs> it just depends on if, if that if that if that front seven turns up that turned up last week. And yeah, if it don't, then shit, then we just don't know. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that there, Jamie, like with regards to, and, and, and you just brought it up there, um, Barry, it's regards to Al- Alden Smith. It's like, yeah, like us all we talked about within the first three weeks of the season, whereas Alden Smith, Alden Smith, yeah. Alden Smith, standout player, yeah, it's great. But I think because now all the other players are stepping up, they are now taking the thunder away, so to speak, like, like, don't get me wrong, like, I've watched the game film and, and Alden's still doing a great job. 
He's still mm-hmm. he's, he's still putting pressures. He's still forcing the left or the right tackle back into the backfield and getting the QB pressures in the quarterback. But we're just not talking about this, Chris. It's like it's the media's. They always talk about the sacks, the the uh, loss for yards, and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. and it's the person who tackles them. And we're seeing it from different players. We're getting it from Donovan Wilson. We're getting it from, like I said, Antoine Woods. We're getting it from, as a person we've not even mentioned yet as well, is Antoine Woods. Big shout out to him. Um, yeah. My boy, Neville Gallimore, and obviously um, Randy Gregor. Like, they're all starting to come out of that element. And that, like, this is why I'm like so excited right now as a former D lineman myself. It's like, this is what I expect now. It's like we were only doing that before when we had um, the Drifters who were part of the team. Now they're gone. Like names that I will not mention again. I promise. <laughs> um, but it seems like since now had that bars and they're now all rising up to the equation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, you're excited about be- your. your- your guy, Bet Gallimore there. I know you're excited about oh, him. Oh, man, Barry, honestly. I've been <laughs> raving about Neville Gallimore. I know, since, since, since like, March. Oh, no, before March. January. <laughs> January, man. Honestly, yeah. I've been raving about him for ages, man. Honestly. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I just could not believe we managed to get him in the third round, honestly. When, when we were doing the draft shows uh, in January onwards, Barry, Paul wanted to draft Gallimore in the first round. I did. At, Le- at 19. Le- 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 at 19. <laughs> Neville Gallimore no. 19. I didn't give a, I, don't, yeah. I did not give a, give a F about that. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's great because that's something we haven't had for. I, I wish, you know, back in when uh, I'm trying to think of like one guy a couple years drafted out. But we, get, we just got to get a load up there like a Will Wolford. We haven't had any anybody like that in like ages. Yeah, I always thought we just, you know, I've said for years, we just need to shore up that D-line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what, though, Barry, you touched on it, and I think that's why a lot of us got kind of excited when when Poe and that came in, because we, we, we've we missed that nasty run stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. Yeah. we just, we need one. Yeah. Like, I mean, Barry, you, you made a good point there, and I was kind of, I've been kind of, been shy about saying this for the last couple of weeks in terms of Alden Smith and not showing up in the numbers and I, I do accept what Paul is saying you know in terms of he is still still having it but it and it did bring me back you mentioned the other name Broda saying this you know it seems to be a similar story to Robert Quinn last season in that the numbers just seem to be fading off now at this stage so is he a guy you would bring back or would you look to Say, look, let's see what you can get elsewhere. Yeah, I think I think if they were going to do something, I think they missed it. I think they, you know, they could have got something. I think, you know, yeah. some big, uh, you know, maybe a higher draft pick for. But now, now that he did fall off as far as and and again, his play hasn't really felt. You know, like you all said, yeah. it's just his sacks. Like everybody looks at the sexy part, you know, and yeah. the sacks aren't there, but. But at the end of the day, you know, with him and and Gregory and D Law, you know, just keeping those guys fresh. I mean, you know, defense obviously is playing better. So at the end of the day, the wins are what's going to count anyway. That you know, sacks or the, you know, touchdown pass, you know, whatever it is, the wins are the most important. So if we can uh, exactly put those together, yeah. 
You know, that's the most important. It's, it's like I, I'm I'm going to throw in a little quote, and Graham might hate me for this because it's uh, based on uh, a soccer quote by a, for, a former Scottish manager called Jock Steen. <laughs> it's like. Right, so it basically it doesn't matter how many goals you score as long as you score more than the other team. Yeah. So, but in terms of American football, it doesn't matter how many touchdowns you score as long as you score more than the other team. So, yeah. I just want I just wanted to throw that in there. But um, I've actually got a question on a on our comments here on YouTube again from our from Simon. He's asking, is it not time to cut ties with Sean Lee? He barely plays year in, year out lately due to injuries. I mean, it's a, a great question. Um, guys, what do you guys think? No. No, I because no. You've, seen, you've seen Sean Lee come back in and our defence has improved. It's, it's, not, it's not a coincidence. You've seen, you've seen Jalen have to do less. Um, yeah. Van Der Esch has come back yeah. in as well. So by... By having our, one of our de- defensive captains back in there, it, it almost seems to have steadied <clears> the ship a little bit. And you have seen performances raise on defence. Um, I mean, let's not forget, we, we were horrible on defence when Sean Lee was out. Now we're actually, we're still in games at the, at the middle of the fourth quarter and we have the opportunity to go and win. And yeah. that's, that's partly down to because Sean Lee has come back in. So you don't yeah, you yeah. don't get rid of players that have come in and made a difference for you, not yet yeah, anyway. I, yeah, I totally I totally agree, Graham. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Sean Lee fan. I, I, he's a class act. He's just a, such a great, really nice guy, and and he and he knows the game. He's like Tony Romo announcing a game. He just oh, I mean, oh. he, you know, he gets he gets forty two <laughs> tackles in a game because of he studies the film and he's a, just a student yeah. of the of the game. I mean, just a total pro. He's a total pro, and he and he learns the game inside out. And you know, it's so sad that if it wouldn't be for he'd be, he's a definite Hall of Famer if it wouldn't be for all those injuries. I mean, he's just he just yeah. uh, has a nose yeah. for the ball. Yeah. I think that, I think, was it the twenty fifteen season or was it twenty fourteen season where he did his ACL? Twenty fourteen. Yeah, and that was the year when he was supposed to come to London, and that's where we got to meet you yourself, Barry. But uh, if Sean Lee was playing that season, who knows what could have happened? Yeah. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think it's more of managing what Sean Lee can do. It's like you said, during the week, it's like he needs to be wrapped in bubble wrap. Yeah. <laughs> as sad yeah. as it sounds, it's kind of true. I mean, but... you guys will remember um, years ago when we moved, we moved to Marcus Lawrence, eh, the Marcus Ware, to a third down yeah. pass rusher. And his stats started rising again because we used him less, but he had a far bigger impact on the game. That's yeah. what's happening with Sean Lee. He's not in there every play, but when we need him to, he's more than likely to make a play for us when he is yeah. on the field. Yeah. Great, great, great touches it there, in, just in yeah. terms of, like you say, it's, it's not just what he does, it's what he does to everybody else. He makes Blayton Van Der Esch better. He makes Jalen Smith better. Like I say, yeah. just his presence on the sideline, just, just, Boosts the confidence of those players, and and I know you don't keep people around for that, but I say if you can wrap him in cotton wool during the week, <laughs> and yeah. and get him 10, 15 snaps a game, yeah. maybe it, it's just that, that Damn. it brings that thing for you. Simon just made a really good comment there. Like I know we're not talking about like like soccer teams and stuff like that, but in terms of like he like Sean Lee is now that type of guy. Now like he can yeah. pass in so much knowledge. 
And we saw that on Van Der Esch's rookie season, especially. Mm-hmm. How he connected with Jalen and Van Der Esch that whole season. Like, that linebacker core were tight, proper mm-hmm. tight. Like, execu- like, 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 that's all we kept raving about. Is like, all three of them could have made the Pro Bowl if they wanted to. Like, was, like, and I think, like, and that when it comes to that comment, but but what Sean Lee does deliver is is teaching all these linebackers and like I said, even the guys in the practice squad or whatever not, it's like be sure you're studying yourself, go and watch yeah. your game film, learn from your mistakes, just like forget about the last previous prey. Like it's all about yeah. the mental warfare within your own mind. Like I know when I played right, if I made a bad play, I'd get myself worked up and get myself in a bit of a strop. But my coaches would always tell me to say, it's like, forget about that last play, just learn from your mistakes and move forward. The play's yeah, done do, with do you know you what? Know. You, you, you touch it, you took the right part. And it kind of stems back to a little bit what Lincoln was talking about earlier in terms of, yeah, these guys want to shape themselves into what, what, what they want to be in the NFL. But don't get away from what the Cowboys be like. The Cowboys just have nasty defences. Had awful defenses. Nobody wanted to play against him. Now, you want to be that person that you want to be, for instance, you want to be in that ring of honour with some of them guys. I mean, so you kind of try and learn from what the what the what they did in the past and bring it to this, but add your own twist into it. I know it sounds it's easy to say it, but like you say, you just gotta this this team was was notorious for nasty defenses, and we've lost that edge in the last yeah. couple of years. And, we, and like you say, that's why it's good to have them guys there who were in it, like people like the Charles Haley's and all that kind of thing, like yeah. the, Ken Norton Jones, that kind of thing. Just and just just to give them that bit of this is what Cowboys defense was. Yeah, I mean, look across look across our starting defense in terms of contract. Um, our whole secondary is on its first contract. Yeah. Leighton Van Der Esch is only into his second year. Um, half our half our defensive line is still on their first contract. So to put a, a, a Sean Lee figure in there, it raises the experience levels. And I'd, I'd like to see how, in terms of league wide, how young the Cowboys' defense is. Because I bet it's I bet it's up. Because um, it's, it's a very very young team. We don't have uh, we don't have a lot of studs on defense. You know. Um, <laughs> Like yeah. two of our starting corners are, are in the last year. Obviously, we've got Donovan Wilson; he's still in his first mm-hmm. contract. We've mm-hmm. Talked about Van Der Esch, Gallimore's just come in. Um, Ty Lawrence is only a couple of years into his second contract, so it's still yeah. very, very young. Yeah, I mean, this not to jump on it. Is Jalen Smith technically still not on his first year as well? Just for the, I know he signed his new deal, but would he? No, he's on his second. Yeah, I know he's sang, but I'm not yeah. sure if it, if it don't, don't, if it, for, don't forget Randy Gregory. Don't forget his contract situation. Yeah. He's still yeah. technically yeah. on yeah. his rookie contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, contract. Like, because he's not played those two, like like those like those years, yeah. they still get yeah. passed on to now. Yeah. So like we still got him for about an hour, what two two years at least. Two years. Yeah. Till the end of next season. Second, second round. So, so there you yeah. go. Rich, jump in there. You're dying. You're itching yeah. to get in. <laughs> this, this question, this question, this question of Sean Lee has been getting asked year on year for at least the last six years. Yeah, yeah. since 20, 2014, when he came back in, 
there were stats and they showed that how just how big a difference it made when he was on the field compared to when he was off the field. And those stats, I dare say, have not changed that much. The difference he makes when he's on the field because of everything that everyone has said, because he studies the film, he knows what's going to happen. He has all this knowledge. He knows what's going to happen. He's there. He's the maker play. He's the kind of player that you keep on your team, even though he has those injury troubles, because you know when he is on the field, he is going to make a difference, whether it's with a direct splash play or without it. So you need to uh, to follow on from the question. You need to then ask yourself the question, is it worth getting rid of him when for the last six years he's been doing that? He, yeah, he's been in exactly the same situation the past six years. This, you know, this isn't just a, a, a recent thing. This is a long period of time he's been like this. He's been injury yeah, it's, and it's all very still well, with the team. He's one of the old guard, isn't he? You know, yes. It's all very well saying, yeah. should we get rid of Sean that, Lee? That, that, that is a brilliant term, Graham. But yes. the old guard, that is... Yeah. Yes. No one's, yeah. no one's talking about getting rid of Tyron Smith because we don't have a replacement for Tyron Smith. It's the no. exact same as Sean Lee. You can get, you can clear them out and you can get rid of their contract, but who are you bringing in? Exactly. You can get another linebacker. You can sign another linebacker. You can draft another linebacker. You cannot find another Sean Lee just like that. Just, it just will to, not happen. To touch on, just to touch on what, you, what, what, what you say, Rich, and also what Graham says. When it when this the Sean Lee era, Sean Lee era eventually comes comes to, to an end, the biggest mistake that this Cowboys organization will, will make is not putting him on the coaching staff. He should already be there. He should. Sean, he should be. Sean Lee will be a coach. Sean Lee will be yeah. coach. You can what, what, you can what, see you, it in think, the way he is. He'll be a coach. What, great point. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Sean like and Sean Lee like like it's only kind of proven that when he's not actually on the like on the actual football field when he's on the sideline he is at literally coaching pretty much because we yeah. saw that and because we saw that in the All or Nothing TV series a couple of years ago yeah. and we saw that there and we saw that like when he took like even that season just there like he had this the, the Windows Surface monitor telling yeah. Vanders mm-hmm. like like. You can tell by the TV screens he is literally teaching, like just yeah. like sim- simple football mechanics and like just position skills. Just like I really do hope he becomes a coach for us, man. I really do because I think he can be very vital going forward. Do you know, like, just kind of touching that a little bit more, you, you can kind of tell sometimes the kind of person struck player that someone is. Like you say that it doesn't play but he's on the sideline and he's giving advice to these young linebackers. And then you yeah. take it back to when Tony went down. Tony didn't spit his dummy out and go, I've lost my job. He was there. He was giving Dak advice. He was, he was, And that's yeah. what you want. You know what I mean? And they're the kind of players you need to surround this team. You, you don't want these. I play for myself. It's like, right, I can't play this week. Or I'm, I'm, I've been benched because I'm playing crap. But I'm still going to sit there and I'm going to go to, I don't know, to say like a, um, Connor Williams, right? Look, this is what we've seen. This is what you want to do. You know what I mean? And, and guide him because essentially these guys play well. But you know, still and, and you you win a Super Bowl, you're going to get a Super Bowl ring because you've been part of that roster. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So just just another comment from our friend Simon, who's watching on YouTube. Big shout out to Simon. 
I just hope he can play a full season injury free, as you guys have said. He is an awesome playing leader. Yeah, we totally agree, mate. We yeah, totally agree. That last word in that sentence and is yeah, why he's still leader. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 there we go. Simon he's Morris, team guy, yeah, his team man, Simons. leader of men. Yeah, yeah. that's that's totally. the, that's the thing with Sean though. We've said throughout the season you're not going to get 16 games from Tyron Smith anymore. You're yeah, not yeah. going to get 16 games from Sean Lee. It's it's yeah. as simple as that. It's about utilising Sean Lee. Now, you're, you're not going to throw him in as a starter every game. No. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. But, talking, obviously, sticking with the Cowboys' defence, right, guys? I'm going to get your uh, opinions on all of this. On the Washington offence, um, Alex Smith starting at, at quarterback, Who's the guy that you think will threaten uh, on the offense, the Cowboys' defense, the most? So you got, you know, Terry McLaurin, uh, Antonio Gibson, who's coming on yeah. great at the moment. Who's who's scaring us most on Gibson. defense at the moment? Gibson, Gibson. yeah, he's yeah. yeah, it's the it's the run game, it's the run game. Yeah. But I'm actually, okay. but I'm feeling, but I'm definitely feeling more confident with this week compared to the last game and I'm sorry Brian I'll let you in a wee second <laughs> I'll let you in. but I think the, the promise before is like we had the dead wood in that previous game uh-huh. now yeah. we've got the re-energised defensive line they can actually now hold the middle yeah. a lot more effect- a more a lot more effectively now <laughs> so it'll be very interesting to see but I still will say Gibson is going to be the biggest threat uh-huh. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think because uh, I don't think Washington's <laughs> running. Uh, well, I'm sorry, go ahead, but, but Brian. Don't go for her. You're the main man. You go for no, it. No, no, you're no, our you special guys. guest, my man. You guys oh. are. I think. Um, no, I think you're right with Gibson. I think he's coming on, but because, I, but I don't think Washington. I think all their other games. I think they're less than 100 yards rushing. Of course, against us, they gashed us. They did what they do, like 200 and 200 plus. It's like, oh my gosh. So. But I think you're right. I think they're playing a little bit more inspired now in a defense, and I think Gibson is the probably the guy to worry about. And Alex Smith still worries me a little bit, even though last week he didn't. Yep. Didn't so good. So. Yeah. Yeah. For, for Washington, like, for the Washington pregame yeah, show. Sure. Sorry, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm so far guys, I can't guys, I've actually, uh, guys, I've actually got a good question here um, from Mr. Austin Powers. Shag you very much. <laughs> Um, I know they've got six Mike. players, yeah. I know they got six players out questionable. Uh, Una Memento Popable, I will let you know. Um, they have they do, uh, um, <laughs> love is questionable. Yeah, I'm gonna keep talking over some pro- green can talk. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Bryce Love is questionable. Um, yeah. he's questionable at the moment with a knee issue. But let's give Graham the line. He's been itching to talk, so let's yeah. let's let him hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel under pressure now. Um, I remember for I remember for Washington pregame, I said in terms of fantasy, start Antonio Gibson because he's going to run all over us. Yeah. This week, not so sure. Um, because our, our, if our if our defensive line can hold up, um, yeah. in terms of Alex Smith, I don't know if he's the threat that 
he used to be. They don't really have much in terms of, of receiving. Um, right. JD McKissick is at, was actually their second highest receiver against the Bengals. Yeah. So if it's not McLaurin, I don't know who else it is. So if yeah. we can focus on defending the run against Washington, like you say, they, they have two uh, above average running backs. Um, I, I mean, I'm going to start Gibson in the, in the UK the UK Cowboys League because I'm I'm thin at running back. But um, it's not. I don't think it's going to be the whitewash that we saw no. the last time. No, 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 no. no. But I, go on, go on. this should go on, be a brilliant game. I think so too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm personally going I'm, to block it just for the fact. Ooh, Jamie's switching it up. Only because I get the I get the Cowboys I, minus two and a half. I. I <laughs> <laughs> I've got okay. McLaughlin in my fantasy team and he's been putting up numbers this year. He has been. He has been. Yeah. And but shut him down. Shut him down. Shut, chase him down. The game's game's a foregone conclusion. Right. So here's one for you then, right, guys? Um, before we move on to the, the final uh, section um, that we've got here, give me, and everybody look, watching at home as well. Uh, yeah, get your comments you, in. Get yeah. your comments in. T- tell me what you think the final score will be. Now, I'll let everyone have a think. Oh, let that I've got, stew over. I've, um, got our, Mike, I've actually got our first comment in for regards to that. It's Mr... Okay. Uh, yep, let me give me one wee second. It was a wee while ago. I asked it, pre- asked it earlier. Uh, and it was from... I'm gonna, I want to hear Brian get his point off his chest. He waited long enough. <laughs> Go on, so go we, on then, Bright. What, what, we, what are you going to hit us with before we give that we, final scores? Out? We we actually have a private chat here that we can we do whilst we're in the program, and I've just said it's great. He actually made my point for me. Sorry. I was going to say, like leading on from Paul's point, the defensive line is going to be stronger this week. They're going to shut shut down to some extent the run game, so that yeah. makes scary Terry more of a threat for me. Because Smith's not going to hit him for long bombs, but he's going to hit him for 10, 15 intermediate routes, and he'll catch them. And if he yeah. catches them, he could get away from our secondary because our corners are gash. Three weeks ago, I would have said, let's have Trevon Diggs cover McLaurin. Yeah. I don't know who it's going to be now. Yeah. You know, it, it's, That's the thing. There's kind of a step back at corner and in the secondary now, so... Yeah, McLaurin's not to be, not to be taken lightly. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go around the wheel. Uh, we'll get the final score predictions from you all. I will kick us off, and I'm really sticking it to Washington football team because I was that sour about the last score. So I'm going to say that the score's reversed. Cowboys 23, Washington football. Uh, sorry, Cowboys 25, Washington football team three. Mm. Wow! Damn! That's where it's going. That's where it's going. That's where it's going. That's where it's going. How much whiskey have you had? Uh, I've had a, I've had a few Kool Aids. I'm texting yeah. Rain to get a drug test on you. 
Has there been, has there been so, a trade for the Watt brothers that I don't know about? So, so you're saying 25-3. So we've now got Austin Powers coming in with his comment. He's thinking 23-10. So he's not far off from you, Mike. Yeah. As long as we can have the store first and protect Dalton reasonably well, have LVE, Redbury back in the huge for us, defense should show up. Yeah, and from and from Simon, 24-10. So uh, we're actually... And is, so everything's kind of like so far so good. Everything's been in the same ballpark right now. So in that's the pretty good. Park, in the ballpark. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I'll start us off then. Uh, I tell you what, Barry's the guest, so he gets to go first. All right. What's your score with, prediction uh, then, Barry? I'm going to go with 24 20, the boys. Nah. 24 20. Okay. All right then. Uh, and then we'll go around the house. Uh, so we'll start with you, Brian. 21 17. 21 17. <sighs> All right, and go on then, Gray. Stole my thunder. 21-17, Cowboys. Shut up! No way! That is pretty fun. Oh, and Simon's came in with his for 1916. Great year, Irish. Yeah, give me yours, Rich. 31-21. Ooh! Paul? Right, you know how close I was from the last game. Yeah. <laughs> and and you all laughed at me. You all laughed at me about it. Mike, what was my score? Mike, what did I say? Mike, what did I say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the score, Mike? What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say 35-24 Cowboys. I was going nice. to say that, but I dialed it back. All right, and Jamie? 34-10 Cowboys. Um, what? Say again. <laughs> say again, Jay. 34 10. 34 10. Woofed! My man! Okay. Now, I like Jamie's um, best. <laughs> we move on to the last section, which is a nice, easy one. Yeah. Um, which is basically we look then at the final, uh, the fantasy production uh, and numbers. And what you've got to do, guys, is I've got the numbers written down. I'm going to go round, um, round the house on this. I give you the fantasy score production numbers that they're predicted to score. If they're going to score what, what they're predicted to score or more, then say boy, oh boy. If they're going to score less, then it's oh boy. And it's as easy as that. Um, okay. But before we do that, I'm going to take a big bite out of my massive turkey leg. Feed <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Feed Mike. Feed Mike. I have a turkey leg. It's been sat here just moistening up. <clears throat> it's stone cold. Moist. <laughs> it's still warm. It's still warm. <laughs> Hashtag moist. Been sat on it. What's that? Two and a quarter hours? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Well, that was very nice. I'm feeding turkey to my, and I'm always eating. What is it with so. this season and food? <laughs> I know, yeah. We've had what? the pizza. What? Mike, now it's the turkey the leg. for dessert. Well, <laughs> <laughs> more turkey legs. Chocolate pudding, Rich, get it out. Oh, don't Rich, stop. You, you, know, you know how it's warm. You know how it's warm, don't you? You've been sat on it. Barry, so, so, so you're not aware, uh, our good friend Rich has a love-hate relationship with chocolate pudding. It's a hate-hate relationship. <laughs> Tell the story, Rich. You, 
Nah, we'll tell, we'll, like, we'll, we'll tell it later. We'll tell it later. Everyone in the comments is trying to know now. We'll save it for the end of the season. I'm enjoying this bit of turkey, lad. I might just like sit here and eat this and leave you guys talking. Anyway, no, oh, let's, let's get into it um, before I end up actually eating that. Because they say turkey gives you, um, there's some chemical in it that makes you fall asleep, and I don't want to be falling asleep on it. Right. Okay. Who says that? Barry. What? You are? <laughs> Who hey, says Turkey, that? You've never heard this. I'll Google it. Right. Mike. Google it Mike. after the show. That in turkey meat, there's something in turkey meat, and <laughs> it's a natural chemical in our body, and it makes you want to sleep. Mike. Is that what's called having a full stomach? We're, we're gonna we're nah. gonna change your name to Fuller, Fuller shit. That's brilliant. That's drop right there. That, right there. That's the moment of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, I'm gonna let you go first, right? Okay. Andy Dalton. He is predicted against the Washington football team uh, on this Thanksgiving. He's predicted to score 15 fantasy points. Is that a boy, oh boy, or an oh boy? Hmm. And I'm going to eat some more too. I was going to say a boy, oh boy. Yeah. Mm, okay. I like to uh, make note. So I'm going to do this with Barry. It's him. Okay. <laughs> Just went pull last hmm. clear. Mike. Mike Wait, finishes the turkey leg. Oh boy, or oh boy, oh boy. That was amazing. <laughs> that would be an oh boy. I'll tell you that's an oh boy. <laughs> All right, then. Brian, I'm just going to go round in order. Alex Smith, 16 fantasy points. Right. Yeah, I agree with that one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Graham, Zeke, 14 fantasy points. Boy, oh boy. Good yeah. grief. Yeah, boy, oh boy, because um, they're going to have to get away from the pass rush. So that's the best way to do it. And judging by the one-two punch we provided last Sunday, there's every chance it's a lot higher than that. Okay. Okay. Um... <laughs> Don't worry, Mike. We'll, we'll, we'll wait while you just, you know, polish yeah. off that leg. That's fine. I'm literally fine. biting yeah. off more than I can chew. Right. Don't um, fall asleep on us now. No, I'll try. I'll try. Uh, Rich, Amari uh, Cooper, 13 fantasy points. Boy, oh boy. It's a, a good secondary we're up against. Let's not forget. Mm, not bad. I know, but I'm just fanboying um, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have you Paul, seen where my fantasy team is? <laughs> Paul, oh. Paul yes. I'm giving you Terry McLaurin with 16 fantasy points. Mm. Sorry, Jamie, I don't care about your fantasy team. I'm saying, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
Dalton Schultz, Jamie, nine fantasy points. Ooh. Oh, that's quite generous for tight end, actually. Mm. Very much so. That means he has to get a touchdown. It's always a shot. So you're talking about maybe 30 yards and a touchdown at least, or 60. Like Even if he gets 90 yards, like that's still quite big for a 10. But, but 30 yards and a touchdown, that matches the nine points. But that's still quite generous from NFL.com to give that. Jeez, mm. oh, Mike. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh! Oh! Oh, Back Jamie, to you, Barry. I like that, I like that Jerry, uh, Jamie. Back to you, Barry. C.D. Lamb, 12 fantasy points. Well, boy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I got one, two, I got three guys left. Who wants to take them? Hands up, who wants the next one? Okay, Paul. <laughs> Dallas Cow uh, Dallas defense six fantasy points. Oh. Yeah, that's the poison chalice. Yeah, no, it's no, not anymore. Don't do don't, don't <laughs> the trencher. <laughs> this goes wrong. I'm blaming you. <laughs> you will be hounded, Paul. So much turkey lag. So little time, Mike. Give me the number. Six. 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 Mm. Oh, you boy, man. Come on. I'm going to do this by holding it. Okay. Bye, oh, bye. <laughs> what has this show become? I'm not even uh, anymore. I'm not even anymore. Uh, who, wants ne- who wants the next one? Jamie. Go for Jamie. Jamie, Jamie, and you can have the last one, Greg. Uh, Jamie, Logan Thomas, the Washington football team tight end, is looking to score seven fantasy points. I, I'm going to base this just off my what? score prediction, and I'm going to go, oh boy, oh boy. Oh. Okay. Crazy Graham, Graham the Washington defense is six. Sorry, Graham. <sighs> Okay, I'll have a little bit more turkey while we're waiting. Yeah. Oh, I think that's on. I think that's on, to me. I think that's on the line, Graham. I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's it's a good secondary. It's a it's a great D line. I'm gonna go boy oh boy. Well, again. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okie dokie. Let me just move this right. So I made those notes, which I will post up after the game tomorrow. I mean, when you can uh, tell. At kickoff, they're at 10. So, mm. if they can keep the score down, that's at least 10. And then, yeah. That's the problem when you try to estimate the defence. It's like, if the more points against you, it brings everything down. But I, mm-hmm. I really do think with the Dallas defence, it's like, this is a game that we can actually capitalise on right now. Agree. Yeah, 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 definitely. Can, we, can I just throw another one in there, Mike? Just to... Yeah. Off the, off the and Andy Dalton will not throw an interception this week. Oh, that's a bit. Mm. That hot, oh, take. hot takes now. Uh, mm. Right, okay. <laughs> everyone everyone that's... everyone in the everyone is watching this right now in the comments. Do you think Andy Dalton will throw an interception? <laughs> yes or no? Get the comments <laughs> right now. We've opened <laughs> the can of worms now. Barry, yeah, would you is right. 
Barry, what do you think? Andy Dalton, interception or no interception? Ooh. You know, it, gosh, I'd have to say probably because this defense, the defensive line is going to give him some pressure. So, um, even though I, even though I'm a big Andy fan, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I think he's, uh, I think, I think he'll be right the rest of the year. We'll see. We'll see. But I, I'd have to probably go with at least one anyway. Yeah. That, the Washington have only allowed 197 receptions this entire season. That's third in the league. Hmm. So there's every opportunity for them to to turn it over. Yeah, that is true. I think there will be one interception. Sorry, Brian. Can I give a hard take? Go on, man. I like a hard take. I like a hard take. Donovan Wilson's going to have an interception. Yeah. Oh, oh, here we go, here we go, yeah. right. everyone. Right, Donovan Wilson, interception or no interception? <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy. <laughs> oh, 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 Simon with the tilt pass. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I, I just I'll, I'll, I'll take a on the fence, kind of answer that. If <laughs> if, Andy, if Andy if Andy Dalton doesn't throw an interception, then. Our good boy Brian, seeing as he's a Man United fan, has to sing "March On Together" live on air next next time. With you, um, we're on. <laughs> you know that's never happening. Wait, wait, wait! wait. <laughs> I, I've got my hot take, and I've been wanting to say this all year. As my boy Neville Gallimore <laughs> is going to get his first full-on sack. I knew you were going to say that straight away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about it? How about I think you're time. right. Take it Never one step further. Or no. no, no, no. Take it one step further. <laughs> what about Neville Gallimore gets his first strip sack? No, no, no. Just, just simple sack. Mm, I feel like oh. you, you're not pushing oh. it, pushing it far enough. But we are, oh wait, wait, wait. Before you go, mate, we actually got a, we've got a counter counter proposition here from Mister Austin Powers himself. <laughs> LVE, yeah, we got a sack. Oh, he is playing well right now. He that is, is a good. That is a good show, Mister Mister Powers. Good show. Yeah, yeah. but um, listen, we are over the allotted time. Um, mainly because we had yeah, yeah, we had a lot to talk about, some technical issues, and um, we, we, do, we apologize. do apologize with Kenny Gant. We spoke extensively with him trying to solve his issues. We finally solved them, but we are at the end of the the line here. Yeah? Um, but listen, Barry. We will, we, will, we will get him back on. We will get him yeah, back we'll, on. Yeah, we'll reschedule him and we'll bring yeah, him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely yeah. sort him out because we've got to get him on just to do the shark dance, if anything. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, what I was going to say is I think we definitely need to make a UK Cowboys TV tradition that when it comes to Thanksgiving, we don't schedule any special guests in apart from Barry Griffiths from Cowboys Experience. So every year, yeah, you will be yes. our special guest for Thanksgiving. Oh, you guys are too nice. It's all about family. It's all about It's all about family. Yeah. All about family, friends, and football, and fermented alcohol. Oh. Well, we uh, we appreciate you all for sure. There's no doubt, and uh, love you guys, and uh, you all have a wonderful and blessed Thanksgiving with you and the families as well. So yeah, so of course, man. It was fun. I really appreciate it. No, it goes without saying, and everybody watching as well at home, whether you're in the UK, anywhere across the world, and particularly the United States, have a great Thanksgiving. 
Enjoy the yep. football. Enjoy the family. Enjoy the fun. Uh, there is now only two games. Um, one of the, the the game after the Cowboys, the Steelers and Ravens, is uh, being postponed to Sunday due to COVID. Oh, um, it is okay. Thank you, Simon, yeah, yeah. for that lovely comment. Thank you, Simon, for that lovely you comment. Simon. You can come yeah, back yeah. anytime. <laughs> and we thank everybody who joined us as well throughout the show. Uh, but for the Thanksgiving special, even with all the hitches and technical issues and all the rest of it, uh, from myself, and I'm going to go around the wheel here, from Brian, Gay- uh, from Brian Graham, Rick, Paul, <laughs> Jamie... And our, our special guest, uh, Barry Griffiths. Right. And yeah. Paul uh, yeah. We thank you for joining us. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, I hope you have as much fun as us lot did. Oh, and uh, we will see you on the other side, guys. Uh, post-game show yeah. coming Tuesday. Tuesday, 9 p.m. UK, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Be there. There it is. We'll see you next week, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. Hi, right, guys. Thanks again. Take care. Take care, Thanks, folks.